Well, hello and happy holidays, everyone. Welcome to this week's new episode of Breakfast with Boom, but it is the last episode of Breakfast with Boom for 2021. And of course, it is our holiday celebration episode. It is Christmas with Mr. and Mrs. Boomstick. Unfortunately, Mrs. Boomstick is not here, as you can see. She is working, but we are here to celebrate the holidays, whether you whether you celebrate Christmas, whether you celebrate Kwanzaa, whether you celebrate uh, Hanukkah, Anything that you get together with your friends and family is so, so obviously important uh, to the conversation. Uh, we have a lot of guests coming through. Some are running a little bit late. That's why you see it's just Zemi Games and Crispy Bomb. Uh, we do uh, King David should be rolling through. K. Asante should be rolling through. VJ should be back. Uh, BitCloud Gaming should be back. Dreadpool's running a little bit late. And we might have one or two other special guests that pop on in for a moment. But let's get into the introductions uh, and then we'll break down exactly what we're talking about and what you could win by simply being in the chat here today. We'll start first with Crispy Bomb, our regular panel member, returning the best voice in the gaming business. Crispy, how the hell are you? Oh, good morning, everybody. It has been an awesome like past 24 hours. What a football game last night. Really <laughs> enjoyed the hell out of that. Uh, I'm sure a few people have watched that one. That, that was a... Uh, a classic, as we like to call it, but definitely riding high, definitely ready to roll into these topics. And uh, Mary Boom Miss, that's what we'll call it. Mary ah, I like that. Thank you. Thank you. That's a, that's a, a nice, nice uh, choice of words there, sir. Uh, but listen, it's great to have you not only here, but a part of something so special. And of course, making his return. He has been here, there, and everywhere. The cog that keeps the Xbox factor rolling. He's here, folks, and he's not feeling well under the weather, still dressed for the occasion. Zemi Games, what's up, brother? Yeah, no, if you guys watched on uh, Tuesday, like the same cold that I had then, I have now. It may be a little bit worse, so I apologize for the voice. Uh, I, I do, but no, I'm super excited to be here. You know, boom, I don't, it has been a while since I stopped by for like one of your, you know, uh, Christmases uh, with Boom. Um, yes. I don't think I made it last year, but I did, I'm pretty sure, make it like a year, a year before, before or something. Yes. Yeah, something like that. So super excited to be here, talk about some gaming topics, uh, you know, give out some, uh, some great giveaways for Christmas. It's going to be a fun, uh, exciting time. Plus, I stole Santa's hat, which is nice. makes well, it even I'm better. Well, you, you borrowed. Stealing gets you on you the naughty list, and we don't want to do that. Well, uh, there's there's a very, very thin, you know, line difference between stealing and gifting and borrowing. And, yeah, let's not even talk about any of that. Let's just go ahead and, you know, <laughs> jump forward well, in the show. Well, listen, we're glad to have you here, obviously. Uh, we're happy. We already have, Jesus, over 60 people here. We're only three minutes into the show. Folks, uh, we're going to kind of just get into what we're giving away, folks. Uh, this is obviously... Uh, all funded by uh, your super chats, uh, your super chats, your channel memberships um, that come into the channel. Uh, we usually kind of just put those away for the end of the year. Uh, and uh, the prizes we were able to put together uh, equal and, and have will will surpass well over seven hundred dollars uh, And after shipping and paying the taxes on some of these things. It's going to be at a thousand dollar show. Uh, and all you got to do to win is be in the chat. Uh, if you're in the chat, we will, of course. Uh, uh, put your name into a picker, which I'm doing literally right now, um, and I will be doing as uh, our panel members are talking. And um, you know, if you win, you know, if uh, if uh, the only thing that I'm going to just tell you right now is, if you're outside of the United States, uh, I can offer a digital prize in regards to maybe uh, the monies 
of uh, equal value, I we can't send anything out because you'll never get it. And the costs are just too much. Uh, we are already uh, over a thousand dollars that we're donating. We we just we can't donate any more than that. But if you are in the uh, in, in in the United States and you do win one of the physical prizes, we will be mailing that out over the weekend or as uh, as late as Monday or Tuesday through FedEx to make sure that you get said gift before the holidays, just in case you want to pass it along to someone. Um, but uh, the prizes include two. $100 gift cards, uh, two $50 gift cards, six $25 gift cards, and a bunch of other physical prizes, which I'll be making the announcements as we go along as to who won it and what you actually won. And uh, all the digital prizes will be uh, sent uh, either email or, of course, through DM on Twitter. And uh, if you did, and each one of those like $25 gift cards are going to come with a bonus um prize they're going to come with a bonus physical prize so if you did win um you know go to my youtube channel if you don't have uh dm if you don't if you don't use twitter to give me your mailing address and i will mail out that gift card as well as the bonus uh physical prize and we will get that out to you asap um and uh of course we we cover all the shipping but you know what as as we wait for people to kind of pile in here uh, I, I would I would be remiss if I didn't say uh, we do these giveaways, uh, especially the big one at the end of the year, not for subs, not for clicks. Uh, this video, which will be on VOD later on, does not get a lot of hits with it uh, because it's it's not meant to do that. It's meant to simply, you know, celebrate the holidays, give back to the community that gives back to us. But if you are someone that is finding the channel for the first time and maybe the thought of winning a prize might have lured you here um i ask that you you know before you sub the channel check it out i do three live shows a, a week and we also are now have added one vod which is xbox exclusive for uh each week uh called x vlog it's me talking about one xbox topic and i can guarantee that if you listen to the shows whether they be live or video on demand you're going to dig it enough to subscribe so if you are new uh consider subscribing uh if you are someone that is already subscribed please share this out on social media and if you're here already and we have over 100 people six minutes in please for the love of joe hit the like button uh but let's i want to start off something with something fun uh and this is something that um you know I think it's important because at the end of the day, we are people, right? We, we, we're, we're just like you, right? We just happen to have a bit of a, a voice that people somehow tune in and listen to. And I like sharing. I'm, a, I'm a, Mrs. Boomstick and I are extremely transparent. I think you have to be that way if you want to be successful. Some people would disagree, but that's fine. Uh, I like being on camera. I like talking about my life with Mrs. Boom. And one of the things I'd like to share to open up to is one of my most favorite Christmas memories. And it just so happens that it fell on Christmas Eve. And I've talked about this a couple of years ago. I don't think I've brought it up since. So I kind of want to talk about it. Um, very good friend of mine growing up by the name of Jay the Destroyer. Uh, he uh, It was Christmas Eve. Uh, it was the Dreamcast had just launched in Japan. Right. It was. Uh, and um, it was I believe it was 98. It was Christmas of 98 specifically where. Um, Sonic Adventure, uh, which was a lot of people's, I mean, it's it, to me, it's 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 a classic Sega Dreamcast game. It's one of my favorites. It was a launch game. 
uh, just so happened to release on Christmas Eve in Japan. And um, I turned out, uh, you know, it, obviously we were importing everything back then because, you know, the Dreamcast for America didn't come until nine nine ninety nine. Still my favorite console of all time. I think it's the, the greatest console of all time. That's just my personal opinion. But we had pre-ordered it. We ordered it from a, an import site in Japan. And he came over with a tray of cookies for my mom because I was still living at home at the time. And uh, he sat there with me uh, playing Dreamcast games on Christmas Eve, and we waited and waited. And we did not know if UPS was going to deliver it, and sure enough, they absolutely did. Uh, the Christmas miracle came early. We got Sonic Adventure on Christmas Eve at 7.32 that evening. I remember it like it was yesterday. It's one of my favorite memories uh, growing up, uh, I mean, I have a ton, but obviously you got to let the other guys speak. Um, but man, uh, one of my favorite memories, uh, I stayed up well into the midnight hours playing what I thought was, I mean, if that opening for that game is still one of the best openings in my opinion. And I know that uh, Jay the Destroyer and a good friend of ours uh, that had stayed over his house for Christmas, they stayed up the entire night playing it. Uh, it's just, it's one of those classic memories that I, it, gaming related, you know, not every memory that someone's going to talk about is going to, hey, we, we lost Crispy Bomb. What the H? Where'd he go? I don't Where'd know. Where'd he, he go? Was, he was like, I'm maybe, leaving. Maybe I'm the leaving. elves needed him for a little bit. Maybe, maybe. But you know what? You heard my shenanigans. Uh, Zemi Games, what is your uh, uh, favorite uh, Christmas memory? Is it gaming related or is it toy related? Is it family related? <laughs> Uh, it's definitely game related. Uh, you know, I, I think a lot of people's favorite Christmas memory, at least right now, because they're watching a gaming focused podcast is probably good. They're going to automatically think of something gaming related. Right. I, I think yeah. that's fair. Um, you know, when, whenever I was but a young lad many, many years ago, um, not, not that many years ago, actually, probably, but I think like 2006 at some point I, um, or early, actually, no, early 2007, I got an Xbox 360 for my grandmother. And I got Elder Scrolls, and it was fantastic. I played it. I absolutely loved it. Changed my life. But the system broke, right? And, um, you know, because it was an Xbox 360, and the Red Ring of Death was just everywhere. Um, but later on that year for Christmas, I got, like, the ultimate surprise, and that was a brand new Xbox 360, because the previous one was used. Um, so, so that was, you know, just the idea that I got that system is, is really one of like the happiest, like Christmas moments, because I didn't even know I was actually going to get that system. Like my parents didn't tell me or anything like that. So I'm just sitting there, you know, fat, young, you know, short little Zimmy just sitting there underneath the tree, <laughs> unwrapping the Xbox 360 uh, and you're like going crazy because now did a red ring of up. death is the question, you know, it just didn't turn on. Um, okay. I don't, I don't remember seeing the red rings, uh, uh, you know, the red ring of death, but you know, as, as anyone that played the 360 during that time knows, um, 
you know, there's a lot of Xbox 360s, whether it was the Red Ring of Death or not, that just, you know, broke. You Little Sammy's heart was broken as well as the yeah. as and <laughs> And it was like early on in the generation. So it was the arcade version of the console, which, you know, oh, just, you didn't even have a hard drive. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah tough, tough times. Um, <clears throat> you know, complain to me about a 500 gigabyte hard drive right now. Come on. Right? Oh, God, um, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um. But no, I mean, that 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 for sure is probably I don't know if it's my happiest Christmas memory, but it's definitely up there because, you know, um, it allowed me to jump back into the world of Elder Scrolls, which I am still enthralled with today and still absolutely love. And in many ways, I look at that moment as, you know, like the defining moment that, that you know, transitioned me to want to continue playing games and, and got me even more interested in games than I previously was. Cause previously, you know, I had the original Xbox and played Halo. I had the, you know, PlayStation two, the GameCube and multiple consoles even before that. Right. Um, but you know, it wasn't, it wasn't until the Xbox 360 until I really, really like the addiction of gaming was at its almost all time high. So, uh, for sure that, that is probably my favorite, uh, you know, Christmas moment that you know just that I thought of you know in the last I don't know five minutes of well of thinking we, we, about we, it. we appreciate because that that's that's impressive <clears throat> when you think about how um Skyrim to this day has mm. you know that that franchise no, Oblivion I'm, not, I'm sorry not Skyrim Oblivion, yeah, Oblivion. but I'm just saying with the franchise Elder Scrolls mm -hmm. is embedded into your personal DNA in a mm. way that stems back to this incredible magical moment that could have mm -hmm. that went wrong and somehow found its way to be right first of all let's welcome in king david now i'm gonna say this right now this is a man that i will publicly admit that i love i love this man right i here. love you too I, and you know what that that's what brothers are that's what we do king david my god xbox swami i love it how the heck are you brother long um, time and welcome back i'm fantastic um the wildest thing last night, you know, I woke up late to get to work. <laughs> and the reason why is I'm, I'm playing this new game called Kingdom Guard. And um, you can leave your phone on and it plays for you. It's a, it's a tower defense game, right? <laughs> Left my it. phone on. It's playing for me. I thought I had my phone charged in. My oh. alarm clock didn't go off. So I wake up at like, uh, it's three o'clock in the morning. I'm like, wake up. And I ask my wife, I'm like, what's, what's up? Why, why, why are you not up? What's, what's going on? Um, she was like, I heard your phone say goodnight. I said, my phone said goodnight. <laughs> I pick my phone up. It's dead. Zero. Oh charge, my though. God. That's Rush out the house. I, said, I can't have this. I said, tonight I was supposed to get up at like two o'clock, you know, take care of the guys or whatever, make sure everybody get paid. And, and, oh my God. So I'm rushing. I'm flying down the highway safely. Um, all right, wink, wink, <laughs> get to work, take care of the guys. And I'm rushing back home. I'm rushing back home. And I'm like, please, oh God, oh, please, oh God. Cause I had to go to the bank and make deposits as well. So I went to the bank, I made deposits because everybody doesn't want to bounce check. No. Right. Oh, and of <laughs> exactly. course not. Right. Right. Yeah. So made deposits and I'm, I'm rushing, I'm getting here. And you know, my wife calls me, she goes, um, okay. So make sure you feed Coco and make sure you do this, that, and the third. And I said, that's not a possibility. She said, oh, yeah, you're going to be on Boom Show. What time is that, like 11 o'clock? I said, no, now, like now. <laughs> so I gave my dog a peek air, and I ran downstairs, and I'm like, oh, please, oh, please don't be too far in. So thank God we got up to Zenny's uh, 
great Christmas experience. I'm sorry for taking up too much of you guys' time. No, no, don't be. Listen, this is a conversational podcast. Listen, this is we we are talking Sonic, talking Sonic Frontiers. Yes, which I know we, I know that you're a big diehard fan like me. I'm sorry that we don't have. um the the, the slander is oh, look at that i have uh, that it's literally right there awesome. dude yeah that is one of my favorite collectibles yes it is and actually i have the little uh sonic lego from the game sitting right on there holding awesome. the ring i i just i i'm just a big old nerd when it comes to that uh king before we get to your favorite moment and i believe that you've told us that you i think you hear last year you told us one of your 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 moments with your kids and i think uh that is amazing I want to get Crispy Bomb in on the conversation. Crispy, uh, obviously, we're still waiting for guys to come on through, uh, and we do have a few. I have to catch up some of the Super Chats. I have a, a few of the first big winners that I will be announcing momentarily after I get to King David, and then we're going to kick it. There's gonna, I believe there's a total of 14 prizes. I tried to make it 12, then we added two at the last minute. So it's not 14, uh, 12 days of Christmas. It's now how we become the 14 days of Christmas. But that's okay because people get extra prizes, and me and Mrs. Boomstick are happy. But Crispy... What would you like to share with us if you have any memories that kind of just jump off the page for you? Well, I could have shared this before. I mean, probably a year or even two years ago. I've, I've been on uh, this uh, this little bash we do, uh, I think, uh, a few times. So uh, I think this is your third one, if I'm not I mistaken. I believe, yeah. Usually it works out where even though I'm I'm working like a madman, I, I usually am manage to get here so that's always cool so maybe i've told this story before but i'll be quick about it um you know first off my first console was a hand-me-down nes so you know cousin handed it down to me that's that's okay no well and and this is this is uh early 90s we'll say between 90 and 95 somewhere between there barely know how to you know play video games to begin with I, i was what five or six um eventually saw the sega commercials sega really wasn't much of anything and then you started getting these commercials and of course it was the sega and the you know just uh, sega do what nintendo like all these things and keep in mind i'm playing you know i believe the super nes is out but i have the nes so i'm Mm -hmm. like you know and and i don't really see like i have friends that have the super nes and i'm like i don't see a huge difference you know i mean not really giving me anything that I don't already can can play right now, really, just sequels and stuff. So I, I go and I'm like, I'm like, Ma, Dad, I, I really I want a Sega. You know what I mean? Like this is this is what I want. I don't care if this is the only thing I get for Christmas. Keep in mind my birthday is literally three days after Christmas. So oh sh- I didn't even know that, dude. Wow, the yeah, that yeah, sucks. No, it does not. And here's why it doesn't. Okay. <laughs> All right. My my family was well known for buying me extremely like you would say expensive gifts for a young kid. Right. Because they go and say this is your Christmas and birthday present. So oh. yes, the only thing that sucked is my birthday would usually be like meh because they'd already give me the big gift right. on Christmas. <laughs> so my parents played this whole thing out, okay. Because we would we would have um I would wake up we would do the thing at home then we'd go to my grandparents, okay. So my parents they gave me like a bunch of you know like random toys and stuff and I'm like man I didn't get it you know what I mean and I'm I'm like they could see it in my face I'm just disappointed I'm like I wanted that you know this this was when the 32 bit came out so this mm-hmm. is this was legit so I'm like man this come on man so we go to my grandmother's and we do gifts and my uncle and aunt. 
they come and bust out a box for me. And I'm like, oh, no. And sure enough, they're like, this is your Christmas and birthday present. And it was the Sega Genesis 32-bit. Nice, it, dude. That's so they 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 had you they had you going. Oh, they had me go. Oh, it gets better. Okay, <laughs> this was the version. It, it had a, I believe it had Pitfall or something that was a packing game. That's all yeah. it had. And and I think it was Pitfall because I was like, what the hell is Pitfall? By the way, back then that game was really good. I gotta yeah. say. Um, but you know, Pitfall or something in there. I'm like, man, this isn't. I don't even know what this is. So then I get back home, and my 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 parents are like, oh. I think I saw some gifts you missed back in the, it was like, you know, they hit them and they're like, I think Santa showed up while we were gone or something, <laughs> you know, at that time, like, Oh yeah, well, whatever. And I go over there. <laughs> sure enough. Uh, NFL 95 or 94, whichever one, they're both basically the same game. Um, uh, it's, what was it? It was either. No, it was streets of rage. And I believe it was like the Pac-Man miss Pac-Man pack in. It was like a little, like, you know, it was like a $20 game compared to the rest of them. And I mean, I was just, I must've been up all night. I, I, you know, and they just let me go ham. And then like, I must've slept half the day, but it was just, it was one of those memories. That's just like, and that's, that's why still to this day, I always, you know, got, got so much love for Sega. Cause you know, I felt like, you know, at that time I had something real special and a lot of my friends didn't even have the 32 bit then. And there was a visual difference. You could see it. So it was yeah. really awesome. That is freaking awesome. Uh, I love I love how they 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 had you they had you hanging on uh, disappointment and they, they just completely blew your mind. That's yeah. that's freaking awesome. I, I I love those kinds of stories because at the end of the day, it's it's a happy ending and those are memories that you are gonna have with you for the rest of your life. Yeah, one hundred percent. King David, I would love to hear one of your personal uh, Christmas triumphs, whether that be as a kid growing up or that means surprising your own kids. Okay, so um, for the majority of my youth and my adult life, I celebrated Christmas. I stopped celebrating that probably like uh, eight to ten years ago. Okay. So, um, but, and I, and I don't have these warm, heartwarming stories. Oh, your parents brought you this and because I had, you know, absentee pops and a single mother, uh, you know, raising, uh, you know, two kids. So every console I purchased, I did. You and did. Well, had... you you know that those those hardships made you the man that you are today. Oh yeah. Oh the, yeah. 100%. Yes, oh. absolutely. Yeah. You know, and it and it also uh fostered uh, a level of work ethic and appreciation uh you know um for for a lot of things. Yes. But um every console that ever came out be it foreign or domestic I had day one. Um so being that you know Sega's uh, Dreamcast, the uh, Genesis, the 32X, all that stuff, I made the Tower of Power. I did all that great stuff. <laughs> um, but I can say uh, one of my best holiday experiences uh, was um, giving my my kids uh, a ton of gifts. So I didn't, uh, you know, foster the belief of uh, Santa. Because that's uh, taking away from uh, me actually busting my butt and purchasing these things for my children. So um, I didn't give them that illusion, but I gave them the reality. So the reality is daddy worked hard and we're going to celebrate this time of uh, giving and family. And um, what I would do is put all the games in a, in, in a stuff in a sack, a giant sack, and it would stay in a car. 
So they would scour the house looking like I'm going to find the spot. I'm going to find the spot. You're never going to find the spot because the spot is out really outside and it's inside the car. And, and, and you know, we had a do funny have story a, about that, too. But keep going. Keep going. We, we do have a chimney. So what I did was and I, and I made sure, you know, it wasn't no amber spark of ambers down there that could light this stuff up. <laughs> I literally got the whole uh, bag and stuffed it inside the chimney and it had, we have a screen right there in, in the glass. So we're sitting down uh, and you know, we're uh, drinking eggnog and watching movies and stuff like that. And I'm not telling them that the, the, the package is, is right there. The sack is right there, not saying anything. And you know, me and my wife's just sitting there, you know, drinking eggnog, kids is drinking eggnog, watching movies. And they're like, man, this whole day is going past and, Nothing's happening. Nothing spectacular. There's no gifts. And my son looks over and he looks at the chimney and he's like, daddy, daddy, it's daddy. Something inside the chimney, daddy. Daddy. I said, ah, I think something happened. I think something came through. I said, y'all thought you was going to find the gifts. And I uh, did the Santa Claus. I slid down the chimney and I stuffed it in the chimney for you guys. So they got all the stuff out and they was opening all the presents and their gifts and stuff like that. And my son always wanted an original Game Boy Advance. And I had got him because he would always steal mine. Right. And I, and I would tell him, you know, this is museum purposes only. Stop touching my stuff. But um, I got him uh, a Game Boy Advance with the Sonic game inside. And um, he just absolutely lost his mind and sat there and played the I think it was the, the purple see through one. Yes. And I had he just that. Sat there and just played that. He didn't even open up the rest of his stuff. That's he was awesome. just so super so enthused awesome. with this thing. So that's that's probably my uh one of my you know best holiday times, you know, with my kids with that aspect of it. But yeah, that's, that's, that's that, well, I, we appreciate you sharing that. And we gotta welcome in Kay Asante. Uh, this guy has exploded on the scene. Not only is he one of the most powerful voices on primetime gaming every Monday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, he has taken over. Uh, Saturday morning. That's right. Saturday morning cartoons don't exist on the East Coast, but <laughs> if you want joy, if you want excitement, and you want someone that is not slanderous, like his partner, you tune into his podcast, the Gaming Circle <laughs> Podcast. What's up, brother? Welcome, man. Ah, yes. Thank you so much for the invite. I appreciate it. This is so awesome, man. I'm hearing all these awesome stories and whatnot. I have some similarities to, to these folks. I, I didn't know some of these stories existed. It's going to be interesting. Yes. Well, we're awesome. going to get yours right now. But before we do, I'm going to tell one more of mine. I got to catch mm -hmm. up on Super Chats and I got to read out the first group of winners. Folks, listen, you don't see it because I don't wear it on my face. But I told Zemi we were having a conversation before. I am nervous as hell with these kind of shows because I got to watch the chat. I got to make sure that the, the the podcast is rolling and I got to figure out to get all these prizes out because there's a lot of them, but we're here, we're doing it. You know, King David, you mentioned something about the car. And for me, uh, growing up, uh, my favorite toy, it's, it's still my favorite toy, which is why I started collecting the GI Joe classified yeah. because they're six inch figures of what I remember playing three and three quarters. And my favorite two vehicles of all time that I'm eventually going to find and like an old place and get a, and get the brand new box that came out in 83 
is uh well cobra rattler for cobra cobra rattler was dope yeah. that's my favorite it had all the missiles and the bombs on it it was just just completely badass if you're a cobra fan but if you're a gi joe fan the gi joe whale the hovercraft with cutter yeah. where he had the orange vest and the light blue shirt for the navy which i wound up joining i was in the new united states navy during desert storm a lot of people don't know that oh, the first him. time yes Thank yes you. um and that my, okay so my dad was uh notorious in teaching us early that we had to do the right thing to get things right this is this taking out garbage helping mom with the wash those things were important made me the man i am today my work ethic uh and again i'm i is is ridiculously high that that's why my ethics uh, as a police officer were so high because my father had like seal and level like there, there was there's there's no gray he said craig there's no gray it's right or wrong and you know the difference so don't don't do things wrong and one of the things that we had to do growing up is to come down when my parents came back from pathmark <laughs> to help them with the groceries and my dad was like, Craig, you know, you know, get, get dressed. You got to come with the groceries. That, that that paid for the five dollars a week we used to get for allowance. <laughs> That's what's up. And I walked down to the car with him, and you know, I get you know got the wagon. I'm following my dad across the street. He opens the trunk, and I got <laughs> glimpse. I got a keen eye on the G.I. Joe hovercraft whale that was sitting back there. He closed the thing real quick. And he goes, what did you see? And I'm like, Pops, what are you talking about? Can I just get the groceries? Uh, you know, the, the the I was watching Channel 5, the karate. The, yeah. the, 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 back in the day, Channel 5 in New York used to be where, you know, you used to watch yeah. all the karate films. And I'm like, Dad, come on, I'm missing the karate films, whatever. He's like, are you sure? I'm like, sure of what? And I and I lied. I lied to his face, straight <laughs> up. Lied to his face. And I was in my mind. I'm like, okay. He's like, all right. Listen, you go across the street. I'll bring the groceries over to you. And back then, there was no plastic bags. It was paper bags. So he's bringing mm-hmm. all these paper bags over. And in my mind, I'm like, holy shit! I got the hovercraft. <laughs> yes, I knew. I knew. Leading up to Christmas, that that hovercraft was gonna be there. And don't you know? See, my father was a slick one. He knew I lied. He just straight up knew I lied. <laughs> because Christmas morning, I went for that one first. And, you know, it was a big box. And I'm opening up, and I'm like, oh, my God, the whale. And he just looked at me, and he just laughed. And I knew that he knew. He was a slickster, my father. Best man I ever knew, for sure. Um, okay, Asante, I'm going to get to you momentarily. Yeah, I do have right. to catch up. Uh, with these super chats, there's been quite a few of them. Uh, the first one of the day comes with Michael Cherchello, drops a very generous three dollar super sticker. Michael, thanks for being here, brother. Definitely appreciate you uh, hanging out with us on a, such a special episode. Thank you for the generosity. Captain Thresher drops an outstanding five dollar super chat and says, "Merry Christmas to Mister Mister and Mrs. Boomstick." Been listening to you all your shows for I think four years now. Keep up the great work. Well, thanks so much for hanging out with us that long. Yes, I've officially made four years on YouTube on uh, November 3rd. So thank you 
Definitely appreciate that. Michael Garcia drops a very generous $2 super chat and says, Merry Christmas, boom, crispy, Zemi, and of course, the new uh, the, the Kay Asante and Lord King David that are here. Uh, Michael Johnson or Mike Johnson drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, Merry Christmas, Mr. and Mrs. Boomstick. Listen to just about every show for almost a year, and what you guys do here is the best show on YouTube. Well, thank you. That's very kind of you to say, and I'm happy you are enjoying the content. Lu- uh, Lucius Augustus drops a very generous $2. Two dollars super chat, and yeah, it's a it's a very strong, powerful name, Lucius <laughs> Augustus. It's like a, like he like you feel like he's gonna break through a brick wall with that name. Um, <laughs> he drops a two dollars super chat and says, "Salute to the ILP, of course, and all hail the prophet of Xbox." Indeed, he is. Uh, we're gonna have to get him a few names in between Maximus and whatever mm. else. We're gonna we're gonna get him up. We're gonna get him. We're gonna get him up to Phil we'll Spencer level. We'll <laughs> we will we'll absolutely do. Splendiferous, generous friend of the show. He drops a two dollars super chat and says, "Happy holidays, brother, to you and your family." Well, happy holidays to you as well, uh, Smitty Smith, our brother, bringing it back yes. to church once again. He drops a five dollars super chat and says, uh, "Salutations to Mr. and Mrs. Boomstick and happy holidays to everyone." The Book of X. Uh, JC Claremore drops a very generous two dollars super chat and says, I miss my Genesis. That was my favorite system. I indeed loved the Genesis. Uh, yeah. absolutely loved it. Um, Masshole 1977 <laughs> uh, drops a two dollars super chat and says, X Miss Memory, first kid on the block to have a Ness. That's dope, dude. Yeah, everyone yeah. definitely coming over to your house for sure. Um, Splendiferous drops an additional five dollars super chat and says, Boom. Uh, it feels like a family reunion here, man. All my brothers are here this morning. This feels great. I love you all, guy. I love you all, guys. Man, it's hard to not not to listen. Well, thanks, brother. We we're, we're happy that you're here, and yes, you are indeed family. Uh, Joe, Mr. Joanna Dark, a good friend of the show, oh, someone that has exploded on the scene. Someone, if you're not following him on Twitter and you're not listening to his weekly show, you're doing it wrong, straight up. He is definitely hashtag boomstick approved. He drops a five-hour super chat and says, hello, gentlemen. What a great panel we have this morning. Glad I can spend my morning with King David, Kaysante, Crispy Bombs, Emmy Games, and Mr. Boom. Thank you for that. Definitely appreciate that. And Outbreak Podcast drops a $5 super chat says, I remember getting my Atari 26 for the first Christmas it was available. That's dope dude still gaming to this day i'm i'm old just i'm well i'm i'm old with you there brother merry christmas to all and to all a good night indeed and the otaku fix drops a very generous five dollars super chat and thank you for that brother he says i'm just showing support after dropping a five dollars super chat and uh before i get to the winners k asante I'm interested to get you. This is the first time you're joining the panel yeah. on this very special show. Now you do have children, and some mm-hmm. of those memories are certainly uh, would be ahead of you know seeing them open the gifts. Is like uh, a couple of years ago. My 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 love of my life outside of of Mrs. Boom is our nephew Tyler. Uh, mm-hmm. He is uh, everything that just radiates love for us. Um, and a couple of years ago, we did something, uh, inc- something that I always heard about, never experienced. Like in the same, my parents, my parents were amazing, but I got a, a, one of those big boards that the kids use for projects in school. Right. And we had uh, glued with glue dots, 21, amiibos and then wrapped it and it was standing there 
And I'll never forget. I'm like, hey, Tyler, he, he he's he's a wonderful kid because he doesn't go for the big ones first. You know, he's he appreciates. He, he even plays with toys that he played as a baby, which is the toys love it. If they were real, like in Toy Story, they would love him. Um, and I said, Tyler, I want you to open up this one first. And he rips it open and somehow he was able to kind of just rip it and it t- tore and he winds up running around the house screaming it's amiibo day it's just <laughs> that's it's great. just man it's it's great so please first of all welcome in the everborn the slanderous one he's here because he knows we're talking about sonic there's no doubt about it he would miss this uh we'll get to you in a second everborn Asante, please by all means share this beautiful memory with us this uh, this morning yeah, yeah. So it's interesting. I've been, I was, I'm actually working at the same time. Don't tell my boss. I've been listening to you guys talk. <laughs> I've been listening to you folks talk. Same. About it. There you go. And, and and there's some similarities going on. So so um, in my household when I was a kid, uh, I I um, um I'm I'm the uh, product of a divorced parents early on. I think I was four years old when they divorced. And my dad is staunchly religious. So the. Uh, I, of a specific kind of religion. So there is no birthdays. Yeah, there is that. no Christmas. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay, there yes. is none of that. And my mom. So your dad was, not... was seven day Adventist like mine? No. Not seven day. Witness. The other okay. one. Okay. <laughs> but yes. So needless to say, uh, early on, um, in the in the 90s, I moved to the States. Uh, I actually lived in Europe for most of my life, most of my upbringing and all that. I did a lot of back and forth. So uh, I was in the, I happened to be in the States in around the 90, 90, 91, 92 time frame. And before that time, my mother would always send me money to get like a Nintendo. And I was always, I've always been a PlayStation, uh, I've always been a gaming kid. So, yeah. you know, he would, she would send the money I'd, or or send me a Nintendo and my dad would take it, put it in the attic because, you know, oh, games no. rot your brain. Devastating. <laughs> happened twice. <laughs> oh, so. Yes, two NESs went into the ether. Amazing. So <laughs> my, yes. my heart is yes. breaking right now. Oh, oh, right. I, I, I am a culmination of everything he didn't want me to be. So booyah. Anyway. <laughs> oh yes. my god. So needless to say, <laughs> at the time my aunt lived in New York. So this was 91, I think it was. Uh, at the time, uh, my aunt lived in New York, and they had already found out that every time they they sent me something, it, it would get you know it would get uh, confiscated. So she decided to to drive down from New York to Rhode Island, where I was living at the time. That's about five hours drive or so, right? And she just Nintendo came. Nintendo was contraband in your house. Yeah, oh, this is contraband. That's why I love it. That's, I love it. That's great. Contraband not, for sure. Not no the contraband. Yes. yes. So needless to say, she comes. She drives down, coming to see her nephew. You know, wonderful this and that. And on the sneak tip, uh, long story short, she hands me a Game Boy, and and this was for Christmas. Uh, hands me a Game Boy, and what will forever be become my favorite and and by far the greatest game ever made. Fight me, Tetris. Yeah, can't argue with that, brother. Okay, you and also Super Mario Land. Yes, the Fatback. Mm, <laughs> Indeed, indeed. Think, now, uh-huh. think like a sandwich, baby. Oh yeah, no, 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 no backlight, nothing. Yes. Man, that Beautiful, thing. Though. I hear that thing can go to war and come back, look yes, crazy, but still play. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, that, that's one of those consoles that could take a beating. Yep. Yes, yes, indeed. Now, uh, uh, for the for the quick Sega Sega uh, aficionados in the house, I eventually traded that into a uh, to a school friend and got me a Game Gear with a bunch of games. But that's a, that's a different story. With no battery, <laughs> but yes. but that's okay. With, oh, 
Bro, I had I, I had ninety to be minutes. Into the, I had to be plugged in because you know you could. Yes. There was an actual plug. I had to yeah. be literally next yes. to my 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 wall outlet all the time. Otherwise, mm. what was it like eighteen batteries? <laughs> Some yes. crazy number. Yeah, portable, portable, yes. portable, crazy. Yes. But that was my that I would say that is probably the the my first real foray into okay now I own a game system because every time the Nintendo would come it would go away right and that Game Boy and my dad I think my dad eventually found out about it like five six months later because I kept that like under the bed you know I kept that <laughs> I love it. It, it, you know because it's contraband in my house that's, that's been, you know yes and and just so folks know and this conversation was also already had my birthday is on Christmas. So, yes, I oh. agree with you. I agree with you, King David. It is the worst day of the year for me most of the time because I get the remote control car for the, for the birthday and then the batteries for Christmas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. tends to happen. Uh, uh, one, one, one. So because of all that, my Christmases, you know, based on all that, have not been the greatest in the world. But, you know, these days we're trying to change that. And I don't know if you, y'all can't see because it's blurred out, but right over there somewhere is the Mario, uh, what do you call it? Mario Kart home I know circuit, you, yes. Which which will be, like, the kids will be set, stepped out of the house. This, this is the plan for this year. And I will set that up with Mario and Luigi. Awesome, dude. All around the house when they come in. So that will be my greatest memory when it happens, which is going to happen in a few days. And I'm going to make it happen. <laughs> so that's, that's my it's awesome. funny because, believe it or not, uh, we are giving one of those away today. Oh, with awesome. a set Woo. of Mario, Super Mario uh, glasses. Blessings. Uh, yes, and uh, and and with that prize, it's it's. Uh, I don't even consider it to be one of the big ones. You're getting a a, a twenty five dollar uh, gift card to Nintendo eShop. Oh well, it's All a right. big Nintendo uh, package, but I, you gotta you gotta take video and you you, you gotta let oh, the kids say it's I, gonna I be all wait. over the net. You're gonna see yeah. me. We'll be out there. We're gonna record <laughs> it. Cinematic <laughs> mode, the whole night. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. Well, listen, Everborn Saga, who snuck in before we get into, of course, uh, the first set of winners. Before we get to the Sonic, which we're going to go to you first. I don't know how much time we have. Uh, I'm I'm very excited for this next say um, Sonic game. Uh, I told my story, my uh, import story with uh, Sonic Adventure. Still one of my favorite Sonic games yes. of all time. I don't yes. care what anyone fight me if you want to. Uh, that op <laughs> that opening is just art beautiful yeah. just absolutely beautiful Ooh, apologies yes. yeah, no, sorry, interrupt, but yeah. for those who don't know we got to do it one more time happy belated birthday to the yes! 40 year old among us man yeah he, 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 born son. he he's he, definitely getting the cane do. it's in the mail you're getting yeah. the cane uh, <laughs> yeah, 40, yeah. listen welcome, I, to, I, welcome I, to the crew I, I was saying this they don't tell you this but the morning you wake up on your 40th birthday your body feels like you're 50. So it was things that didn't hurt the day before that were that that hurt now. I don't know how that. Welcome happened. to the standing desk well, crew, my friend. Wait, wait until you start getting AARP meal. Oh uh, no, I get it. Not good. That that I looked at it and just that, threw it on the That is it's no. disrespect. It's disrespect well, when they mail those. To I me. I have no idea what any of you guys are talking about. You will. No <laughs> idea at all. He's a kid. He's Shut not even thirty. Idea. I'm with you, Sammy. I got six but, years. Six years. But I I only have until eleven because I got an eleven o'clock meeting. But I saw King was here. I saw your message boom. I said everybody's here. The family's here. I have to jump in for a few minutes. That's for sure. Well, well, you know King, what? Give, give us King. your. Give, yeah, yeah. 
Yes, we got to talk about Spider-Man. Not here, yeah. but we're well, going to yeah, have to well, schedule tomorrow, something. Tomorrow I go and we have a 6 o'clock movie to watch. So I'm shutting myself up off of the internet today. Mm-hmm. Um, from Well, YouTube. And uh, and if anybody tags me on Twitter, I'm going to beat the hell out of them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sonic. Well, you know what? Before we get to Sonic, let's. Uh, what, do you want to share one of your favorite Christmas memories, and then we'll get right into Sonic? I will say so. For me, uh, I, I uh, fun, funny enough, I literally grew up next door to a Jehovah Witness church on Gun Hill Road, King. I think you know where that is. Yes, sir. So the house, the house, and the restaurant right next to that was mine. Okay. Right. So. Um, and but my father was a seven day Adventist. My mother was a Pentecostal, but he was kind of the uh, bull in the house. So we never did um, oh. Halloween. We didn't do Christmas. We didn't do any of that. I think I think he would give my mom, and this is not because he didn't have the money. He would give my mom a hundred dollars for the four of us, just just to be like, go get him a card or something. And so hey, at least Christmas he did something. was yes. And that was that was he felt like he was sinning when he did it, but it's it, because my mom was like, yeah. "We have to do something." So as I became an adult and I have had kids, it has always been for me to make a big deal out of Christmas. And so whenever I so I do the whole tree thing now, and 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 you know, you know. Uh, thank the heavens that I have been fortunate enough to be able to do the, some of those things. But uh, like right now, we're even decorating outside of the house. Mm-hmm. By the way, I'm still getting lectures from my father about uh, decorating <laughs> for Halloween and doing the whole Christmas thing. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it, it's a whole thing, but we do it and we put the, the gifts on, cause, uh, under the tree for the kids. And Chris, every Christmas morning is a memory for me to watch uh, my kids have that joy in their face. And I know it's a it's a consumerism holiday. I mm-hmm. get it. But the idea that there is a universally acknowledged time where people are away from work, meaning they don't have to be a cog in the machine yeah. uh, of whatever corporation, that corporate master they serve, they can come and be with their family and you can kind of whatever it doesn't matter it's thought that counts but whatever so for me it's all about finding those thoughtful gifts and watching the kids eyes light up on christmas morning so it and and that that for me since i could afford it has been memorable every year and i try to make a point out of that because it's not really something that we did and this is no shade at my dad because you know well, he it was raised me into this guy yeah, right but That's right. you know we just didn't do that in my house so now i try to do it well, listen, that's beautiful, and I, I love all the stories. Thank you, gentlemen, for sharing such intimate, uh, you know, peeks into what some people tune in for podcasts and don't see, right? We don't yeah. normally talk about this, which is why I enjoy opening up the show like this. I know I know, we're going to lose some people. Maybe we're not even get a lot of, you know, listens to this, but, but again, being able to share these personal tales of what made us the men that we are, that we're sitting here in front of you, I, I think are incredibly important, and and you and have have always and will always be a part of this particular last show of the year for Breakfast with Boom. But I want to announce the first. What do we got here? First five winners, um, and then we'll get right into the Sonic. We'll go to first ever born because we do going to lose him at eleven. 
Uh, yeah, awful you guys grim. Will lose me as well, by the way. Sorry. Okay, okay, no, no problem. <laughs> uh, awful grim in the uh, is has won the content creators prize pack. Uh, that includes an H a 1080p HD camera along with a mic and one setup. So if you want to try your foray into content creation or podcasting, you can in fact do that. Uh, email, um, email me, uh, DM me with your address, and I will get that right out to you. Uh, the big prize, one of the big ones, Big Bad Mo, who's oh, always here. Yes. He wins a $100 gift card uh, to Xbox nice. Live, Shout out Xbox, to uh, PlayStation, or Nintendo. You are one of the big winners. A $100 gift card of your choice. Uh, Sin in the chat wins a $50 gift card of your choice and it's and the two smaller ones that are come with a bonus prize and uh, I I'm, I'm not going to tell you what those bonus prizes are you're just going to give me your mailing address and we we're going to mail those out to you uh, Captain Thresher wins a $25 gift card of your choice and Jason Vargas wins a $25 gift card of your choice uh, if you do not have Twitter um, do you can go to my about page on the YouTube channel known as Double Barrel Gaming? Get my email address and email me with your information, and we will get this right out to you. Uh, but uh, Everborn, uh, Sonic is uh, something that you never have a problem talking about, uh, and <laughs> go. Uh, it's a it's it's something that came up uh, su- shockingly this year. We did not know that we were going to get a new game uh, for the long-running speedster known as Sonic the Hedgehog. But this is what Sega had to say about Sonic Frontiers. Uh, and this is the, some of the key points of to what it actually is. Uh, they say this, and I quote from the news, uh, from the press release, an experience like never before, accelerated mm. to new heights and experience the thrill of new velocity in an open world freedom Bars. setting. Right. I, I, I'm right there with you. Battle powered enemies as you speed through the starfall islands, landscapes brimming, brimming with go. dense forests, overflowing waterfalls, sizzling deserts and more. And this journey into the new real, I'm uh, new really liking those adjectives. Oh yes, keep absolutely. going, keep going, keep going. Is going to hit us in holiday of 2022. Now, in a Sonic Stadium interview published in June, the franchise creative officer had this to say regarding the new Sonic and what we be, what they would be building for new Sonic titles in many years to come. Sonic Adventure. Uh, laid the foundation for 20 years of Sonic titles after its release. So in the same way, I really hope that this new title releasing in 2022 lays the foundation for the future of Sonic and its titles. That is the idea behind the challenge for the team. And uh, he also quoted was quoted in saying, through a lot of trial and error, the team is looking to present to everyone a new Sonic game, and I hope that your warm support of their work can motivate them to really deliver against that challenge. So my question to you, my friend, is what are your expectations? Can Sega deliver the next generation Sonic adventure that we all have been hoping, asking, and potentially praying for? Um, I hope that they can. 
uh, if you've if you're a fan of Sonic or you 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 know Sonic and maybe you've fallen out of love with him, you know that a Sonic game can be hit or miss, right? And um, the thing to and I, I point this out on a regular basis to uh, Mr. K. Asante is that not Sonic Team does not make every Sonic game, right? And but when they do. You can feel their 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 DNA in it, like um, so. You know, I think Sonic Colors was a miss. I think Sonic Forces was a miss. I think Sonic Unleashed was a miss. I think the last great Sonic game was probably Sonic Generations. And uh, anybody that has a better recommendation, what let was me know. First? Recommendations, uh, uh, Generations, or uh, what's the other one? Uh, Mania. Star, it was it was no 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 Mania was way later. But oh, okay. But but main I'm saying like in that sort of like because I don't count I don't count Mania because that's more of a fan project that got kind of okay. greenlit okay. by Sega and they still owe that man his money. Stop being like Square. <laughs> true. Um, true. But 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 again, um, I from what I have talked to, uh, I talked to one or two people that you know we meet people in this whole thing and they said that there are a lot of support studios working on this thing, so it's a it's a fairly large budgeted project yes. uh, and they are very excited about it behind the scenes. Right. And what have I been asking for, for, for months now to the point where I, I, my Twitter name is now Everborn Sega instead <laughs> of Everborn Sonic. Right. Um, I've been asking for a AAA Sonic game. Yes, sure. I've have. been asking for Sega to capitalize on the, on the popularity of the character as it stands right now. They have a hit cartoon show, right? Sonic Boom, right? Uh, I've never seen more Sonic merchandise in stores, right? They, they, everyone loved the movie um, and it was the big, I, it might've been the biggest movie of 2020. Uh, I think maybe Bad Boys 2 surpassed it, but it was still, you know, a, adjusting for COVID, it was the biggest movie uh, of 2020. And everyone is really excited for the next one. So right now, the idea that they would have a AAA budgeted project where they took it seriously, which would really be the the, the first, because Sonic Colors, again, came out in 2011 for the week, right? This is really the first big budget full Sonic game um, in, in, in two generations almost. I was going to say that I think the last big one that we actually saw was probably Sonic Adventure. Well, no, uh, Sonic Generations, right? Right. So, so Sonic Sonic Adventure came out. Yeah, Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure Two. Those were Dreamcast, right? And then, and then you know they had they had other ones, but I I never really feel like it was Sonic Adventure, Sonic Adventure Two, and then Sonic Generations, and I try to forget about everything else. Although the, some of the mobile games are good, but I, I say all of that to say uh, they've never been in a p- better position with that IP right now. And yes. my question is, thanks now, to the movie I, PS, by the way, which is yes. which is it's something that we don't never talk about. That went from people scared to look at the screen. They listened. They pulled back. They lost millions of dollars on the delay. Work. And everyone that's anyone saw that movie. Even old G's like us were like. That might be the best video game movie we've ever seen. And if it appeals uh-huh. to us, somehow they figured a way to appeal to the old men in the room. But the kids, 
they they yeah, I, they're I watched that something. with my kids like a week they're ago. They are in, in, in the bag for Sonic I, now. I, I still <laughs> feel like that movie should be full CG. I didn't need like we didn't need to go to Arizona. I know, right? but, but they, they, I, I get it. It was good. It was good, right? Yes. <laughs> um, but I say all this to say this is my question for you, King. You 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 know my prediction that uh, um, mm-hmm. Sega is going to come home, mm-hmm. right? If this game is a hit and the new movie is a hit, does that put Sega in that Capcom position uh, mm-hmm. right after right right after um, they drop Monster Hunter and Resident Evil Two Remake? Where is oh, you talking we about Resurrection? Hurt- yeah, like they were hurting. But now they're good on their own, and they don't—they don't need that buyout. Well, um, to to answer your question uh, more directly, they were out of the the black, um, or out of the red and into the black uh, with the first Sonic movie, and this right. is yes. the reason why this product uh, is actually coming to fruition, because you remember uh, at that period of time you said they were farming out Sonic. Uh, yep. They were diversifying their portfolio to include a lot of other games, such as you know Personas and you know top flight RPGs and stuff of that nature, and, and you know teaming up with Atlas and everything, um, and uh, shifting their business and consolidating their business to pretty up themselves to be uh, sold uh, from Atlas uh, to uh, maybe Microsoft, maybe a uh, Sony, uh, maybe Amazon, uh, and. <laughs> Quite frankly, Netflix. Um, some of those scam you, man. You're scared hell out of you. It should, it should uh, terrify you. Not because, good. Uh, Stadia is still, don't still out there. <laughs> don't forget. Just very I, just got, recently. I just got a shiver. I'm sorry. This is yeah. chills, you know? <laughs> just, I mean, money, money, money talks. Money talks indeed. when it comes to a lot of stuff. Uh, it does, and so, indeed. Now, not just where we want it to go, it might go someplace <laughs> where we never expected. But again, the new movie is coming out. They're lining that game up to coincide with the new movie, right? And yes. and that is capitalizing on all the fanfare that they've been showing with the handhelds uh, and you know linking Sonic to everything because they're actually looking at Sonic as that viable mascot that they made him to be in the beginning. Um, this is one of the few icons that has uh, transcended uh, from the '90s here to now and you know like a mario it's iconic in in that sense so uh the movie i disagree with you i think the movie needed to be exactly how it was uh cgi sonic with a live cast uh because the cast actually brings in uh the older crowd and sonic actually is for the younger crowd you know to keep that going so and and now we see knuckles and all that other stuff is going to be in there that's fan service to us uh, and we saw Tails come in. Uh, so, yeah, Sonic uh, Frontier will be a huge game. Will I think that makes them turn into a single entity where they no longer need Atlas, and they might buy their own contract out type of situation like Floyd Mayweather and become a, a, a rogue agent on their own. Because if they can do partnerships with like they're doing with Microsoft, um, they can do a partnership with uh, Sony. They can do a partnership with Nintendo. Uh, why limit themselves? So, actually, the to our detriment and to your thoughts on Microsoft purchasing them and them coming home, the success of the movies is actually a detriment to that dream. Yeah, I was saying that the other day, 
and it's like Microsoft bittersweet. Needs you on your knees. They need no, no, no. you on your knees. <laughs> Pause. Uh, but I was saying Pause that the, day, the other day, it's like it would be bittersweet because, you know, I've been like uh, trying to speak this AAA Sonic game into existence and I want the movie to be good and it looks like it's being good. But if I get that wish, yeah. then the other wish might not happen. And it's probably for the best, but God damn it. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, I, Microsoft has a, a, an incredible relationship with Sega, yeah. they, much more than PlayStation. Um, and if, 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 I'm, if I'm running Microsoft and I'm seeing, uh, I'm reading the tea leaves on yeah. uh, Sega pulling a Capcom. You know, Capcom back in 2016 was on the ropes. People don't know that. I talk about it all it the time. It's one, done. Yeah, it was, it's one of those conversations that unless you listen to my show, no one talks about it. They were on the cusp of yeah. bankruptcy. That's a, that's a fact. Go and Selling look, go, go look for it. And mm -hmm. that's a reason why they made that deal with uh, um, Sony to bring... That's right, for Street Fighter, because they needed a bag of money. Cash and... Yep. So and, can and, I counteract uh, Everborn's point real quick before I sure. go? Sure. Yeah, yeah. I hear, and and both Everborn and and King David have a great point. As the better they do, the more detrimental it is to that dream. But I may I present one counter to that narrative, and I I'm with you guys on on, on it. The reason why that still might not happen, the reason why that still might happen, the reason why your dream might still come to fruition is because what Microsoft is offering them right now is something that no one else seems to be able to offer them and they can't even offer themselves infrastructure well yeah. infrastructure yeah like Hold on. You and infrastructure mm -hmm. and autonomy exactly this is what yes. they've offered exactly. Bethesda to make it work yes yes to the point where they're even talking about hey if if we had um, um some of the studios we had before bungie and all that the Microsoft of today would be allowing them to flourish rather than stifling them like they used to, right? Microsoft so both of, today, of those are in. Uh -huh. Microsoft, I keep comparing it. They are like mm -hmm. Xerxes, right? It's yes, like just, you just are now the <laughs> you are now under the fold, right? right? And Game Pass is bread and water. So <laughs> you do what you want. When we are around, we just that's require right. bread and water. Brad so Water, do it, what yes. you do. Just put your games. What's in game up, King pass. David? You want to? That's, that's it. it. Yes, please, I, I just want to say one one part that I didn't um, say because I, this is all right. So in January they're gonna have their their brainstorming meetings, right? So what, whatever was shelved for the holiday is shelved for the holiday for right now. Are you talking about what Microsoft? Yeah. There's, yeah. There's, there's no conversations right now. So everybody right. is either home for the holidays, relaxing, or going on holiday, right? So. Uh, it's a uh, bare bones uh, type of thing over there. Now, when they have that brainstorming meeting, whatever was on the table beforehand is back on the table. If Satya is hell bent on that purchase, oh, it's gonna get done for sure. It's done. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. it's oh, a yeah, done sure. type of deal. Drop the money on the table because you don't right. feel like talking no more. Because well, you know, it's funny. It's, 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 it's to, to add to King David's point of view, and and I and I think first of all, Mav, welcome, brother. Thank you oh, so much. Hey guys, I'm Hi. two minutes late. I, but, As do uh, I. We'll, we'll yes, gotta run, King. We gonna talk oh, on yeah, after sure. Saturday. Call me Sunday. Feel free to jump back in if you if you get free. Okay, we'll do. Yeah, we'll, we'll guys. be talking, brother. Thank Oops. you. Bye, uh, King. Uh, to, to to be honest, I, I think you might be onto something. And you and I have talked about this privately numerous times on the mm -hmm. cell phone, where 
Microsoft finds themselves in a position where they understand the demographic of what they are trying to do is now starting. Game Pass is getting so big yep. that they literally have to pivot. They have to move to shift to get those kids in there, right? Mm-hmm. They got us. We're in the bag. We're, we're, we're the hardcore. The, the 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 soft core the casuals the normies whatever you want to call them well they're the reason why sony won last generation they're mm-hmm. also the same reason why the series s won black friday and continues to sell a stock microsoft mm-hmm. people aren't talking about this the series s is on stock in all in stores right now yep. right now in target in walmart and i don't know how microsoft is doing Christmas. it but they are going to win oh, Christmas. I, I can tell you how they're doing it. How, how they're doing it, sir. All right. Well, you what I explained the hip hop game on um uh one oh eight dragon show on Wednesday, his uh special edition show. Go back and check it out. Uh Microsoft is pulling a lot of their product, which is the Series X, and putting it in the uh the blades in the mm-hmm. Azure Cloud. Yes. Um, so the Darth of uh, consoles being uh, presented. That's the reason why the, the Series X and the PlayStation 5 is at a different deficit on sales. It's uh, I believe it's somewhere between three, uh, two to three million uh, deficit in between uh, the two sales. Yeah. Uh, Sony doesn't have to fill server blades. And, right? you know, Steezy Bone in the chat, King, says exactly what you're saying. Series S isn't going into the servers. They're not. They're not. Right. All right, so the 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 more powerful console, the larger console, the console that is actually going to take you uh, to ten to fifteen years beyond, is the one that's in the server blades. So, uh, the that's the reason why you can go because if it wasn't that case, then you will have a lot of Series Xs and as as well as Ss inside the stores because mm-hmm. actually their production uh, ramp up is beyond. Uh, what they thought they were going to be uh, capable of uh, recently, but that's the reason why you can go in the store and actually get it right now. That's yeah. the reason why it's actually going to win uh, the holidays. And and you know what? There's there's something to be said for that. Uh, Microsoft is literally hitting on all switches. First of all, let's welcome in Mr. Joanna Dark. We got Mav that's sliding through. Gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us, Mav. I'm going to get your opinion on uh, the Sonic news, but before we get to that. You know, you you and your uh, the way that you produce your content, you are always sharing your unbelievably beautiful family with us, and we are privileged for it. Not only do we get to hear and see Caitlin on a show, but you're always talking about your daughter and your family. Is there a specific moment that jumps off the page for you as a father, as a husband, as as maybe even as a kid? Your best Christmas. So I got. Three, it's three different stories. I mean, but I keep them short because I got one for me, one for my wife, one for my daughter. Right? Go, go so, ahead, brother. This this conversational podcast. We're we're, we're going to get folks. We're going to get to Splinter Cell. Don't worry. You will hear the noise when that's <laughs> uh, the goggles turning on, just like that. When we're ready to talk about it. Yeah, and, and shout out to everybody here. This is awesome, and what you do every year for this show. Boom. So thank you, sir. Thank. Um, you. It's, it's awesome to see. Um, yeah, so for me, I was one of those N64 kids, you know, like that got the N64 at Christmas and nobody could get it. You know, they, like parents are having to wait outside of 
Toys R Us and stores like that around around the, around the store, <laughs> you know. And uh, so it was to my surprise that somehow they managed to actually give me one. So I get there's pictures of me like I, I was now I'll admit I was stupid. The first thing I did when I saw it and noticed it was an N64, I threw it in the air out of excitement. I did catch it though. <laughs> I did catch it. So that was for me. My my now I think I was like twelve. You know, that's a little immature for twelve year old throwing a console up in the air. Anyway, um, for my daughter, it was uh just the like joy when we get all of our family together and we had this big family Christmas and she was at mm, the, I love those fi- yeah. finally at the age where she like really understood that this was a big thing and like everybody was getting to open presents and stuff and she just got so excited that we just got this like it's like one of these little simple gifts it's like a little a little horse on a stick you know what I mean um but she just ran around the house saying it's a housey it's a housey for like uh two hours I think just absolutely yeah, amazing I, I still remember it you have to be like a, a parent to actually like remember and actually appreciate those those things right um and then uh for for my wife it's uh, uh being able to get her something special when you're just uh, i won't say what it was but it was just exactly what one year i was able to finally get her that one special thing because we had a, finally had a good year after years of working hard and, and finally being able to achieve Awesome. You know, uh, some success and being able to get her something that was really special. Um, so for for me, like that that that's what that was at that time as well. But it, man, it just brings back a lot of memories, dude. I, lo- I love this time of year, but for for like um, I think it was Everborn saying that everybody get to take time away from mm-hmm. from, from the work co- from the and, machine. Yes, yes, and you kind of just get to sit back and relax a little bit and just. A lot of even if you have problems going on, even if you have a lot of stress going on, even if you have all of these things, things can kind of tend to melt away a little bit. Yes. For a couple of weeks. You know what I mean? And it just enjoy the enjoy the enjoy the time. So we're we're entering into that now. Um, so I'm super happy about it. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing. Uh Mr. Joanna Dark. Welcome, brother. How the heck are you? I'm good. Thank you for inviting me. Um, oh, absolutely. Well, listen. Uh, you, uh, before we get into one of your favorite stories, please, by all means, I'm gonna I'm gonna task you to picking someone in the chat to give them your digital gift. You obviously can make that announcement once you're done talking about your favorite. Uh, but yeah, he's uh, donated. Uh, tell tell. In fact, why am I gonna say you're here? You tell people what you just donated to today's epic giveaway po- show. Yes, since you know, I listen to the Iron Lords and I hear about these Ashy Spartans out there. I definitely wanted <laughs> to make sure that uh, you know I can help somebody kind of change that. So I'm donating uh, uh, 2,200 uh, Halo points, so that nice, way someone could dude. definitely decorate their Spartan and yes. go out there and uh, show out how cool they look. You know, I got my Wu Tang one, so I was happy with that. Yeah. So. Excellent, <laughs> excellent. So, so I mean, obviously, this is the first time you're joining us on this very special occasion. Uh, same thing for Mav, and we and we love it. You have a quick story you want to give us of one of your favorite Christmases or holiday moments? Hmm. Let me see what I can remember, but. Uh, one of the things that I definitely love about the holidays is just um, being at home with family. And, yep. uh, you know, now that I have kids and I have a six-year-old, it's um, one of the things I've been able to do is just sit down and either play some games and kind of share some of the things that I used to do as a kid. Mm, um, I, I, remember, I remember sitting down and 
replaying Final Fantasy VII. Um, I started it out because I lost my memory card, so you know I couldn't turn off that console. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I just remember playing this game again too, because I, I love Final Fantasy VII, and just telling my mom, who was always either trying to put you know the TV on or watch some of her telenovelas and everything, <laughs> and I said. Whatever you do, I'm going to go take a nap for like three hours. And please do not Don't turn off turn this console. Off. Whatever you do. I even looked at my sister and I said, if you do that, I will throw your dolls out the window. <laughs> um, and just kind of coming back and playing games and just sitting with the family, talking about the good times. Um, and being being able to just share um, some of the, you know, great things. I think Mav said a great, uh, made a great point. You know, no matter what we're doing, we're, you know, life happens and we all have all these things. But it's when it's the holidays is all about being with family and kind of forgetting about those things because you know what? Things happen in life that you can't control. But what you can control is, you know, enjoying that time, having some yep. good food, watching some movies. So for me, my holidays is spending time with the family. Then when the kids are either busy watching, you know, TV, I, you know, pick up my switch or just go to my my man cave and just literally just probably play some games and kind of just, you know, connect with friends online as well to kind of wish them, you know, a Merry Christmas or whatever holiday they're celebrating. That's awesome. I love it. Gaming and the holidays do go hand in hand. And, and um, I love that little man shirt you got on right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, boom, put the link. I said, you know what? I have to put this on to rep it then. That's, that's, that's dope. I love it. Yeah, little man is, is, is getting a lot of play uh over the uh the course of thanksgiving black friday and uh, and 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 it, and they continue they're continuing to rack up the w's during the holiday season because you can find uh the series s on shelves which is bonkers uh where you can't find an x and you can't find a playstation 5 and folks it's not because you can find them that they're winning it's the price it's the uh, the, the 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 overall value proposition Three months of Xbox Game Pass. I, for I was bucks. just about to say that. Yeah, I was yeah. looking for a way to to bring in value proposition all this time. Mm-hmm. There and, you go. But I then you, you stole dollar. it from me. Boom! You stole I, it from I, me. That was my. So... <laughs> I got all <laughs> flustered. I I almost knocked over the microphone trying to unmute myself, <laughs> turn on the camera, just to say value proposition. But you stole it from me. Boom! You stole it. I I apologize. You don't need. Send me a blow your nose. <laughs> You can just get Game Pass, and you already have a bunch of games, right? So it's just yeah. two ninety nine. So yeah. if you're a parent, it's instead of like, oh man, but then I got to go buy a sixty dollar game, nah, or you know, or a seventy dollar game. But then they're only gonna have one game to play. Then it's another sixty, seventy. You know, yeah. that adds it, up. It, it, yeah, I especially mean, when you look at what how how people are unfortunately been so affected by the current world situation. Uh, I know we, we we joke and we laugh about you know our video games, but th- there are some folks that cannot partake because money is a real issue and yeah. i'm not saying that microsoft foresaw this they just happened to kind of i guess step in it so to speak but yeah. they're they are right now offering the best deal in gaming and when you when you factor in someone coming to the platform either for the first time or returning and you know again what we always talk about you know the the stats how how many people in in the united states actually still have old school TVs, quite, quite a few people. Yeah. Um, so people aren't going out. I mean, uh, you know, obviously there are the uh, the TLC nation that uh, Lord King is always TCL. talking about. TCL. Yeah. I, I said that already. I said it backwards. taxi cab drivers. Taxi cab drivers is like, what the hell we do? What's going on? <laughs> but this, is, but again, Microsoft is in a position where they have found a way to uh, 
reach gamers that they may have missed in previous generations. This is something that uh, hey, Sony Mr. will eventually Bo get to. Yes, sir. Yeah, you know, talking about value proposition, I think I told this story before on your show, but I have a, uh, you know, I have family members in Nicaragua that unfortunately, you know, and it's a poor country and they're mm -hmm. not able to get consoles like we get over here. And one of the great things is that I, I literally gifted them a game pass so we can play Sea of Thieves together. Mm. And they're playing this on their tablet. So I think it's great that, yeah. I, you know, you can play games on anything. Yes. I mean, if I was a kid, you know, I was a poor kid from Brooklyn. And I always wanted all the consoles. So, you know, I either went to a friend's house or I was hustling, working summer jobs to get my, my stuff. And if I had things like Game Pass or even, you know, you know, PS, PS, you know, PS Now, anything like that, any type of service that allowed me to go to another ecosystem and play some of the great games. Oh, man, I would be there day and date so it's great that again we're going beyond a box to be able to allow people to play i mean whatever you, you have heard it everywhere look at brazil brazil has this crazy tax when it comes to imports and it's crazy to see that you know we were at server capacity when it came to people playing games because they're playing via the cloud and enjoying all these great hits over and over so it's just phenomenal overall yeah. i mean I, I look at things as like you know what i want to get the most for, for you know for the least amount of money and with great value so i think you know xbox one s game pass there's so many great ways to kind of get into gaming yeah no i 100 and, and I, I absolutely agree I, I think you're definitely on to something for sure and i, I again sharing sharing uh, we, we love the fact that everyone is so open and sharing let me just uh I, I, there are a lot of super chats and i really do got to get to get to them um i've actually lost track and if it wasn't for uh it was Vizemi Games dropping them into the private chat. I, I wouldn't even know where to start, but I want to announce the next winners. Uh, the next $100 digital gift card goes the way of Outbreak Podcast. Uh, you, pick the, you pick the card, brother, and I will send it to you, whether it be on uh, via email or DM. Wolf in Soul wins a $50 gift card of your choice. Rain G4 wins a $25 gift card and a bonus prize. Uh, the big Nintendo package that is including the Mario Kart that you can actually, that's actual, you know, you play with the Switch. Uh, it comes with a set of four Super Mario glasses that are like beer glasses and also a $25 digital gift card. Uh, well, now I can give it to you as your choice or I can give it to you and keep it in the Nintendo package. That goes to Jason Hackett in the live chat uh yes you have won the mario kart uh and uh glad four set of glasses as well as a 25 dollars gift card and i'll let you pick which one you want xbox live um playstation network or of course uh nintendo eShop. and i do have two more winners that we're going to pick uh as uh additionally uh, but the next super chat's coming to us from Why I Don't Care. Five dollars of gents has been a fan since the channel had below nine hundred subs. Keep up the great work. Love these shows. Thank you, dude. I appreciate that. Aces thirty five to ten, or no, at thirty five uh, th uh, three fifty two. Uh, drops of two dollars of chances. Can we get a quantum break two and shadow complex two? Yes, please. Chaos theory, generous friend of the show. He drops a five dollars of chances. Happy holidays, boom and chat. 
uh, thank you for that, brother. Sith Lord drops a $2 super chat and says, loving the great stories of Christmas past. Thank you for being here, Sith Lord, and thank you for the generosity. Brian Hopkins drops an outstanding $10 super chat and says, happy holidays, boom and panel. Thank you for giving me something fun to listen to while chipping away at the last bit of the work week. Well, Thanks for being here, and thank you for the generosity there, Brian. Splendiferous drops a $2 super chat. Says, Everborn, happy, earth-strong, general, blessed, and love. Yes, indeed. Uh, Crazy Lou Gaming drops a $5 super chat. Says, good morning, everyone. Lou Claus here wishing you an all-merry X-Mex boom. Check your DM. Yes, I certainly will. And uh, follow him on Twitter because I sent a gift of a Santa <laughs> shaking his his rear, and he did it on live and said, am I doing it right? That was probably Probably the funniest thing I've seen in all of this year. DJ Birdo DOS drops a five dollars super chat and says, "One of the best things to ever happen on a Friday morning: breakfast with Boomstick and friends. Have a great morning. Well, thank you for the kind words and thank you for the generosity." Splendiferous drops an additional five dollars super chat and says, "My father was Jehovah, or was a Jehovah Witness also, and we never celebrated birthdays or Christmas. But now I have my own kids." And it is a big deal for me. I give them all. And that's awesome, brother. Thank you for sharing that. And I think that's an incredible point. You never forget where we came from. But as men, we do things differently, how we want them and how we're going to uh, make things different from when we were growing up. I think that's uh, one of the most important things. And thank you for sharing. Uh, Smuzz. Oh, there's BitCloud. BitCloud, what's up, brother? We'll get to you in a second. Smuzz246 drops a final super chat and says, Merry Christmas and happy holidays. Boom and panel. Hope everyone has a safe and happy holiday. Looking forward to a new year of gaming goodness indeed. Thank you for that, Smuzz. Uh, Andrew Cullion drops a five dollars super chat and says, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, boy. (laughs) Here we go. Here we go. (laughs) JC Claremore drops a five dollars. Two dollars super chat and says, Is the shape a shield or a square? Mr. Boom, LOL, uh, vlogs. Um, I, I, I don't think it's a shield. I actually think it's just, I think it's just a square to be honest with you with an X in the middle. Uh, Kia Walker drops a very generous uh, $5. Super chat says Tencent has just acquired Turtle Rock Studios. Shaking my head. That's bad. That's bad for the. No. Game. <laughs> oh man. I, I just saw that. that. I just got a DM. Thing. Is it? Yeah. Did 10 you? cents. This is, this is look. why my uh, Microsoft needs to acquire Sega <laughs> quickly because that's not good. <laughs> Kill Lantis drops a $10 super chat and thank you for the generosity, Kill Lantis. And Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to Boom and Panel. What a year for Xbox. Indeed, the best year. And we're going to be closing out tomorrow, uh, tomorrow, Tuesday's Xbox Factor podcast with um, uh, our end of year conversation on uh, the best of Xbox and what we expect in the future. Uh, we also have, uh, let's see, John B drops a $5 super chat. And a three-month Game Pass Ultimate code in the chat. Get quick on that, folks. Thank you, John B. Thank you for the generosity. And, of course, thank you for being here as well. Uh, BitCloud Gaming, brother, how the heck are you? I'm doing good, man. What's going on? Good. Well, we're glad to have you here. Listen, we're going to get into the Splinter Cell. Let me see. There you go. Splinter Cell topic right now. Uh, Look, here's the thing. This was announced, uh, what, which I, I think is an early Christmas gift for anyone like myself who has been a diehard fan of Sam Fisher, who has been a fan uh, mostly of Ubisoft, obviously with their 
sexual mis, uh, misconduct and harassment things going on at the company. I am like I am with, uh, um, uh, you know, with uh, Activision and Blizzard. I am kind of pla- planted my flag in where uh, change has to come. I will uh, publicly talk about that. But that's not what we're here to talk about today. We are here to talk about uh, Splinter Cell. Um, while they settle their internal problems at that company, I think we all can rejoice that the original Splinter Cell has been confirmed to being remade. Uh, that comes the way of uh, Ubisoft Toronto. They posted something on Twitter, and they did a whole big blog post from Ubisoft.com. Um, King, I'm going to go to you first because besides the actual question of are you personally excited for Splinter Cell to make uh, a return, and it's about time, in, in an OG Splinter Cell remake. And from what we gathered from the information that was put out in the press release, this is going to be the groundwork leading into what they're going to be, I guess, rebranding or relaunching Sam Fisher. Uh, now, what exactly that means, we don't know. Uh, we are getting an OG Splinter Cell remake uh, that originally launched as an exclusive. I believe it was a three or four month exclusive on the OG Xbox. Uh, still one of my favorites. I'll never forget the first time you walk through the vent and you've seen the spider web kind of like moving with the air. It just it just was. I mean, I sat there and and they even had an incredible opening um, soundtrack for that particular yeah. mission. It was it was unlike anything you've ever seen before. Still one of my favorites. I've been calling for this remake for years. Um, King, after the success of Resident Evil 2 remake, Resident Evil 3 remake, and seeing how well Square had did um, uh, Final Fantasy 7 remake, I'm actually surprised it has taken companies like Ubisoft this long to get on the remake bandwagon. But besides the remake being confirmed besides this coming back to us it's going to be built from the ground up ubisoft toronto was handling it it is going to be a big deal it is going to be a relaunching of the franchise i have to take this to the next level for you because you're here mm-hmm. uh phil uh phil maximus uh please please it, it's phil, phil dominus, dominus maximus, maximus aurelius, aurelius spencer, spencer yes. which i still think he should have a fourth <laughs> name but but hey. but <laughs> Look, this is one of those things that is synonymous with Xbox. You guys still think he should have them. Right? Um, what, what are your thoughts on Phil Spencer making sure that this does not become another tragedy and, and somehow, very similar to Knights of the Old Republic, get in front of Sony locking this Wade. down? Because I think that that could happen. I think uh, so. Sony is trifling, and they are good at business. And if I want to piss off the Xbox um, community, I go and I lock this down for two years. Mm. I think that Microsoft should pull a fagazi and mm. do the same thing for them. I think they should lock this down for two years. I know that Phil specifically isn't the biggest when it comes to exclusives, but you know the old saying, you got to fight fire with fire. This mm. is one of those things that if Sony were to get their hands on this, it, I would buy it, and hopefully there's a collector's edition that comes with goggles because I'll buy that too. There would be some I, strings attached for sure. Yeah, there would be some strings attached. What What are your thoughts on this, King David? Are you excited for Splinter Cell being remade? And does Phil and the team at Redmond need to be on their uh, P's and Q's with this particular IP to make sure that this doesn't get locked down? 
Okay. Um, that's a big uh, task to look at. This is, is a giant Rubik's Cube, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. to look at. All right. So uh, shout out to the um, Power On uh, Xbox documentary. That um, is just, I'm in episode three. It's it's just astonishing how awesome it is. I, I'm, I, I finished it. And I'm at the uh, I'm at the end, so at the end you get a chance to see uh, where uh, Phil Dominus, Maximus Aurelius Spencer uh, stepped up to the plate. Now, a lot of dudes like Big Cloud might you know shake your head like, oh man, you know, giving that guy that name. Don't start. Don't start. And, no, no, no. no <laughs> and I, I will urge anyone to to watch. And if you're just gonna watch, just watch episode six. If 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 you want to understand. Um, his role reasoning in, in, yeah. behind yeah. such a lofty name. Just watch it, and there's other people that will will on his peers will give you the reason why that name is justified. Uh, and you know, as Xbox uh, fan, you will know. But also watching that documentary, and the reason why I mentioned the documentary, his feelings in um closing games off from the masses because he's a gamer remember he's the one that reaches across the the party lines to ask for things like uh cross play and stuff like that and 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 tries to uh make these things happen so when you had minecraft and they could have bought they could have blocked that off and they could have removed it from people's stores and stuff like that no it, it was actually his decision for that not to happen all right, so um, if the opportunity presents itself, I don't think he uh, pursues that opportunity because, again, that's um, that that that's it's not a good business strategy for one when you have Perfect Dog probably releasing around the same time. All right, you're looking at a, a game, a stealth game, and they both will have stealth games, uh, and your stealth game is your it's it's already there inside mm-hmm. your ecosystem you don't want to drop something inside your ecosystem and have to pull it out and game pass so you would rather invest in yourself because that money that you would use to lock down a game uh, to your ecosystem for a limited period of time is just not um wise at the moment especially looking at your business model your business model is your actual games being launched in your system so i would personally if 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 it was me running the show and um and i'm pretty sure the business mind of it that money can be allocated to other studios that you already have and you're fostering uh you already have a game in the same vein so why not make your game better than sam fisher you know why don't you make joanna dark shout out mr joanna dark uh <laughs> joanna dark uh that that end all be all stealth game i'm super excited about the game uh, i can't wait because it's on the snowdrop engine on how the game is going to look and how it's going to play um they're going to change things and and make it more modern uh so yeah we don't get a one-to-one hopefully we get something like a resident evil 2 type of feel to it or, uh, dead space. Uh, or, or the dead space something like that but what i hope that he will lock it down? No. I will hope that he doesn't um, for the simple fact that we did have Perfect Dog. Now, let's say Perfect Dog was never announced. Yes. Lock it down. Get that. But then what do you what do you give up? Like, we lost Alan Wake. Yeah. Shout out to ACG. 
we lost Alan Wake uh, because we took Quantum Break. So they they took back their baby, but they gave up the unknown, which was Quantum Break. And we may not get a Quantum Break too. Uh, we would have got an Alan Wake, uh, you know, sequel. So I don't want to lock down Splinter Cell, uh, you know, from the PlayStation fan at that period of time because what stealth game is being released for that console? We're already going to have a stealth game. So yeah. I, I see that kind of mentality and just put money inside your services opposed to actually wasting money on locking stuff down. Because you see how we feel right now for Final Fantasy VII Remake that is being bartered off and bartered off uh, in, in, until they can actually have games that they don't care anymore that Final Fantasy reaches the Xbox platform. Yeah. I mean, no, I, what, you what you're saying makes a lot of sense. Yeah, j- jump in here, Big Cloud. What, what, what are your thoughts on the the? And, and then we'll get Zemi Games in on the conversation. He's a no, he's a big uh, Splinter Cell fan as well. Big Cloud, what, what 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 do you think about the 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 announcement? I mean, obviously they've had a lot of bad press with some of the stuff that's going on. Uh, this is an announcement that I don't know if this was done to stop the bleeding. That NFT or, stuff. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah, have, yeah. yeah you know, they have they have they got some stuff going on. I'm excited as as someone that has been calling for this. You've been on the show for many, many years since I started YouTube. Uh, I've been calling for a new Splinter Cell, oh, my God, for years. Yeah, uh, I've yeah. been calling it for years to show up at E3, and I even this year I put, night, I, I put I up this, this whole big year. Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought this was going to be the year. I, no, I, I, I actually, said this is the year of remakes. When oh, I said yeah. That, I did yeah. say this is the year of remakes. And when we saw Dead Space, the new engine, Yep. now we're here with this. Um, to bounce off of what King said, no, I do believe you probably would have gotten a Quantum Break sequel if the sales were up to par plus the reception. Now, if you guys remember my interview with Chris Grinnell, Metacritic plays a big factor in terms of like swing, like you know, changing the perspective of them really looking at these games. So, I do think you probably would have gotten it if it would have made the right impression and in a real way. If you go back to um, just by the way things are with this industry it, it really is first impressions are everything you know what i mean so you know i'm not surprised uh by that whatsoever as far as like the splinter cell thing as long as it's not like what we just got from rockstar and the remasters for the the, the, the um the gta trilogy if it's not like that we're good i think we're gonna be in yeah, good this is a full-on remake of yeah. the snowdrop engine so and this yes. is like yeah. literally from the ground up. up correct yeah yeah so this is this is going to come down for gameplay for I think for all of us when we see it at this point yeah. when we eventually get it. So I'm not really worried about anything regarding this game. Uh, this is obviously, hopefully, they treat this like um, Resident Evil did with, uh, or yeah, what Capcom yeah. did with Resident Evil too, where it's a love letter to fans. You give everybody those moments back. You bring it back and you recreate it for the new generation. That's all you have to do. You don't have to go all extra and add additional stuff that's that's not needed just recreate the memory so yeah i think uh it's going to be fine regardless and yeah i agree though i do agree i don't i don't think they would lock that game down and it's just the reason why i don't think they would it kind of goes against their model now of what they're yeah. going for that's what phil pretty much said he said he doesn't want i think he said he doesn't want to build walls yeah. he doesn't want walls around anything he just wants uh a simple way for you to access the content whether it be console whether it be pc or whether it be mobile and that's basically what it is and that's yeah, what it is. any place that can uh carry the app be it a playstation 5 or playstation 4 or swim mm-hmm. 
And you know, it's like he's still holding on hope for that PS5. He's still holding on because he, he won't. Yeah, he's not holding out hope. He, he's holding out for it. But for at the same time, million, that yeah. hope will be right over there on that box. I was curious, no, I was. I was going to say that uh, we the the numbers of um, the install base is really going to be key. I think you, you brought that up multiple times. So yeah. you said like around thirty 50. million. These are fifty. No, they're thirty million now. Fifty million is that. 50 is, million is, is fifty million is that number where it's like you, you be dumb not walk to walk away yeah. from yeah. the table. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> fifty, fifty. So yeah, it's. I agree. Yeah, it's at that point. And what? And look at the way Sony's acting now with the new Game Pass uh, module, Spartacus. Yeah, it's. Yeah, well, I told you anyway. How long we've we been talking about that, King? Yeah, it's. Uh, but day and date is a thing. See, now I, this, I wanted, this, I'm glad you're here to talk about that. I actually talked to some people behind the scenes about that, and I would be surprised by the end of this generation. We don't see oh day no, and date. I, you know I, what I'm I think it happens a whole lot faster than people. So yeah, yeah, but also that exclusivity stuff, I think that's gonna go the way of the dinosaur with PlayStation as well. Uh, for the simple fact. They've they've been purchasing developers as well. Yeah, they've been making their moves little mm-hmm. by little, very strategically. Yep. And, and yeah, sure, they're not big splashy. They're not big, deals, yeah, yeah. They're but, like, yeah, right. But they're making the right deals at the right time with the right developers. And once they can get that cadence, and I'm gonna tell you, they this is when date and date actually does hit when they do have enough studios where they can put out a game a year, I mean, a triple-A game a year and, and, and a double-A game in the same year. So yep. the beginning and the end of the year, you can have those games launching in that cadence in your service. I think those uh, holding stuff down in their, in, in their ecosystem goes the way of the dinosaur because they can use that money to infuse into their, uh, you know, development houses, their studios. Yep. So that model is going to change over a period of time and it's going to mimic the way the model for Game Pass look as they both transition into being apps. So, you know, this, this is where it gets even more funny. I had this conversation with a uh, few guys at IGN. We were laughing because it was like, hmm. Oh, yeah, uh, congratulations, sir. I didn't get a chance you. to say that on there. I appreciate it. But uh, it's the, if you remember, I don't know if you saw it, it's a new patent that was just revealed where they're having where you can download the games, PS1, mm-hmm. 2, and 3. Yeah. Remember how I said multiple times, even on this show, boom, you can you can quote me. Streaming is not it. You need to have an option to download the yeah. games. 100%. Yes. A lot of people are either on the fence saying, oh, I don't want that option, or act like they don't want that option. It's basics here. You need that option. Streaming is not going to be a, a – streaming should be, I'll say, a feature, right? Something you can do on the side sort of thing, yeah. right? It shouldn't be your be-all, end-all, dependent type of thing. When it comes to quality – uh streaming's not it when it comes to games it's just at the same time though like we gotta look at the future right like 10 years from now what is the streaming tech gonna be like then but right ask yourself this math if if in 10 years or whatever time frame you look at look at sony now and go and look for it right how has sony even made the steps to improve that type of infrastructure yes. for no they but microsoft has. No, they did yeah, they're they using they microsoft's did. tech the <laughs> they did they literally did. They made a deal with Microsoft. They yeah. no, no, they, they got with, they got they got Azure servers, but I'm saying I'm talking about for their own like that's their thing. own listen, but, listen. I, I don't care what anybody say, 
right? Mm-hmm. If you go rent a warehouse, you don't have to own the warehouse, but if you rent the yeah. warehouse, you can run a nice business. You're throwing bags. This is good, right? Yeah. Bags yeah. They're like, here, here's some bags, people. Like, here you go. You know what I mean? And, and and Microsoft's like, you know what? We love gaming, so we love yeah, bags you can too. Have that, yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, we love, love money. We love the gaming. Way... <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Like, uh, I know, mean, the way fun. I look at their streaming thing is the same way I looked at how they got into the whole online play. It was just kind of throwing out there. That's how I look at it personally. No, I mean, it makes, yeah, makes you, sense. you got you got an option. Sure, you got Azure, which has already been made by Microsoft, but. Where's yours? You know, I mean, like, where's PlayStation's really good about marketing for the here and now. Yeah, well, right? yeah, yeah, they're kings, but they're, they're they're working on this stuff because they see the future of multimedia the same as everybody else does. Microsoft's ahead of the game. Amazon is ahead of the game with web yeah. services uh, over m- almost every company. Google's trying. You know what I mean? But like. As far as where oh, the Google's future is going, trying, Google's on, dead. <laughs> Google <laughs> Amazon's trying. Google's I'm not talking about, Amazon, about, about gaming. I'm talking about web services. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. A- AWS is is the, is the, is the leading uh, platform with uh, Microsoft coming in up, up under the rear. And mm-hmm. the reason why Sony didn't go with AWS is because of what they were asking for in return. Um, yes. Microsoft wasn't asking for anything but transistors. So they, of course, if you're asking for a bag of chips and some nickels, here, take this. Yeah, yeah. And you mm-hmm. know, give us the warehouse so we can put our stuff in it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't share the philosophy of, of Big Cloud that they need to have something. What you need to have is that paperwork in order. That's it. And you keep renewing your lease while Microsoft keeps worrying about the servers and making sure the servers up and making sure everything is right. Because if somebody can tell you right now, all you got to do is pay rent and you don't have to worry about the lights, gas, and electricity. Yeah, I'll just pay the rent and you can worry so about you, all that other so stuff. So you want so you basically look at it as them being tenants. Uh, yes, that's pretty much. That's yeah, exactly it. responsible okay. tenants. Same too. architecture, yeah, okay. technically. So yeah. I mean, they're using yeah. the the Series X server blades. I mean, it's it's AMD technology. It's AMD. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> they, they both have the same architecture. I mean, <laughs> just said that. one might games, be a little right? bit higher. They, yeah. they have blanks, they have physics, they have all this stuff that they rent out. So there's a yeah. lot of technology that they own that they rent out to other publishers yes. and companies, the devs, to, to, to make these games. It's the same thing. You know, Azure servers are there. Why not just rent it out? You're making money. They, they all do it. Well, one hand is washing the other. Microsoft yeah. is getting the chips and Sony's getting the, the, the secure servers that even the government is using. Yes. And so it's, it's, it's a win for everyone. But I want, I want to keep this on topic because I yes, want to bring, bring uh, uh, Zemi Games in. But Zemi, before I get to your brother, Hitman drops a standing $10 over chat and says, a streaming stick where you can watch HBO Max if Microsoft buys Warner Brothers Discovery and they play some xCloud Groove Music Pass with a family plan, Microsoft Entertainment one-stop shop for the whole family. I, that's, that would be something. I, I still think me. WB is is somewhere in that conversation, but we're not going to get into that. Michael Johnson, or Mike Johnson, I keep saying Michael, Mike Johnson drops a very generous $5 super chat, an additional super chat, mind you. Some of my best moments in uh, is his four CR uh, uh, TVs Back to back playing spies versus Mark, yep. my favorite. Yeah, that that's oh, yeah, that was a great, great, great 
mode and needs to come back in a big way. And I hopefully they will do that. Uh, Star Scream 1988. I love that name. He says he drops it. Wow. And a $20 super chat and says, Hey, gentlemen, happy holidays to all. Just wanted to say, boom, love the show. Thank you very much for that. He says, I actually got an, I got here an hour late, but just heard the whole, uh, the whale story. And I loved it. It brought back a lot of memory, happy memories. Thank you, brother. Yeah. That's a GI Joe whale. Many child's many children's favorite GI Joe vehicle of all time. Semi games. Let's talk. Yes. Splinter Cell. How big of a deal is this for you? Uh, can they do it right? I think, I think they can. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll answer that, but I'll get your opinion on it. Uh, I love the fact that they are taking what made Splinter Cell great and they are rebuilding it from the ground up. This is going to be a resident evil Two type of situation and they're launching the new splinter cell platform from this remake this this reimagining of sam fisher um i don't know if michael ironside it will be a part of this i say that only because he's getting kind of up there you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying i don't know how many years i'd love to say he's going to be in around another 20 years but he's kind of up there i don't know if he has it in him to do it anymore. Uh, what are your thoughts on this remake? Well, I think all around it, I mean, it's a fantastic thing, right? I mean, uh, fans, uh, Splinter Cell fans all around have been chanting, we want another game, we want another game for, it feels like years, years right? Well, it has been years. It doesn't feel like it has been, right? Um, you know, so so even though we're not getting that 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 brand new experience, you know what I mean, to to broaden the universe, we we are getting you know a, a remake, um, which I think is fantastic. You know, a lot of people they don't like remakes. They you know remakes uh, you know bore them or or whatever it may be. Uh, but I I definitely differ in that. I absolutely love remakes. Um, as everyone knows, I'm a coward, so I don't play the Resident Evil you know <laughs> remakes. But but. <laughs> I do. Uh, I absolutely fell in love with the Mass Effect, you know, re-release. Uh, the first game uh, was remastered. Uh, the, uh, I'm sorry, it was kind of more of a remake because they added new game features. And then, of mm -hmm. course, Mass Effect 2, Mass Effect 3, they were both remastered. Uh, the Mafia, Mafia 1, yeah. oh my God, fantastic. So, so um, good. And and I do differ in in, in bit uh, clouds. You know, uh, I, I believe he was the one that brought up uh, GTA. Uh, those remasters, those you know, I actually really enjoy them. I I really do. I, I've only played San Andreas so far, but I haven't experienced any issues that a lot of people are having. I really do love remakes. Um, I think one of the magical things about this is that a you're allowing your current fan base to re-experience Splinter Cell in, in a brand new way, you know, on new hardware, new graphics, all that great stuff. But then you're also allowing the younger generation, the generation that maybe never played Splinter Cell because they just never went back or looked that far back, or maybe they weren't even gaming around the time that Splinter Cell originally came out. You're allowing that generation to also hop in uh, and, and, and play these. Yeah, boom, go ahead for that. Yeah, I, I you heard me just muttered it. Uh, first of all, um, quick story. First, well, let me get to it first. Uh, Gotham guy, who uh, is someone that I met, uh, and we'll get to that story in a second. Just drops. Uh, it, it like literally took my breath away because we we don't do this for money. We do this for the love of community, folks. He drops a one hundred dollar 
uh, super chat. Wow, dude. Like, I, I don't even know what to say. Uh, he says, Merry Christmas, Boom. Hope you and Mrs. Boom are having a wonderful holiday season. I've been off. I've been on and off of the grid, busy with work, but I still tune into your wonderful show. I hope 2022 brings brings in a season of change that we can meet at E3 again. I love you guys. I love you too, brother. And, and that's the story I'm going to tell folks. Listen, this is this is a perfect example of how gaming brings us together uh, from across races, creed, colors, sexuality. It doesn't matter. It, all of that goes to the wayside. It's people, folks. It is human beings. And this is a story that I'll never get tired of saying. Uh, I, thanks to the guidance of my uh, brother, King David, and Lord Cognito, experienced my... Uh, first E3 in over 40 years of gaming uh, in E3 of 20, 2019. I, I did not know what it took to get there. I knew that it was expensive and I had no idea how I was going to get there. And it, once I got there, if I could even do what these gaming journalists who are backed by multimedia billion dollar companies can do. And through their guidance, I did that. But this is where the story gets uh, and Gotham guy comes in. Now I, uh, have had people from Microsoft on, uh, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you are going to get into FanFest. And, and mm -hmm. I did not. I did not get into FanFest, uh, but I eventually did, thanks to the generosity of a complete stranger known as Gotham Guy, someone that listened to the show, someone that tuned in weekly for the podcast, and his plus one had hurt his shoulder in, the in, in, in a gym accident, and he had to back out the last minute. I got all the way to E3. I was sitting, setting up my room, and I get uh, a, the DM from Gotham Guy that says, hey, boom, I know that this is the last minute. Do you want to be the plus one? My, my Mine got hurt. He's not. He did, couldn't fly out, uh, and th that is history. I got into Xbox Fan Fest. I met Aaron Greenberg. Uh, I met all of them. I met everyone in Bonnie the, Ross, uh, Bonnie Ross. I yeah. met all of these incredible people except for the white whale himself, Phil Spencer. <laughs> and you know why I miss Phil Spencer? Not because he didn't want to see Boomstick. No, I was hanging out with 343, getting them to sign a Halo poster. Man, now I mean, I have that Halo poster, and I'm not sorry, but I missed out on Phil Spencer. Maybe one day I will get that. But that that that's to, just to tell you the story that gaming transcends people, and I would have never experienced Fan Fest, which was by far my greatest yeah. uh, video game experience outside of going to E3. It's being in there. They treat the fans like rock stars. It's yes. just, it, it's, it's incredible. Uh, and of course, King, we won't talk about me stealing your very expensive car <laughs> and you know, just <laughs> going around the block. I don't see what the problem is. But anyway, you almost crashed it. That was the problem. No, 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 no I did no. not almost crash it, but I did press, oh. and that thing was very powerful. And I did kind oh. of maybe turn, take a corner. <laughs> A little bit too tight. Little little rubber left yeah, on the little, road, dude. Yeah, little rubber he cut them. He went too tight. I'm scratch the paint. I'm thinking. All right, so I'm like, boom. If a cop comes right now, um, just tin them. Yeah, just, just show your shield. Just they'll, they'll, they'll drive right past I'm a cop you. New York. It, it is what it is. <laughs> I'm thinking that, right? Yo, so listen. The cop comes up to the car. It tells Boom to move. Boom says, okay. <laughs> I, just, I literally did a, a went up the block, made a U-turn, made another U-turn. It awesome. was fun. 
It was fun. It was awesome. Fun. Uh, but listen, uh, Zemi Games, uh, anything else to add to Splinter Cell's excitement? <laughs> yeah, you know, like where I left off is, you know, this is this is going to allow people from younger generations that may have never played Splinter Cell before to actually jump in and have the access and, and be able to play it in, in a really good playable state. Because the way I look at going back to older games is sometimes it's just really, really hard with, you know, the older graphics and, and so on and so forth. Uh, so, you know, that's another benefit. As far as should Xbox, you know, jump in and 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 make sure that this is you know on on their platform should they purchase this as as an exclusive game i don't think so um you know i i, I don't personally think that sony is going to jump in and, and try to grab this either um i i at least you know i hope that they don't um but i would rather see xbox spend their money you know like king david said and i've and i've said this several times on this podcast as well not on this podcast but on the xbox factor I would rather see Xbox acquire more studios or give uh, more money and, and you know widen the budgets for the studios that they do have to increase you know to create these amazing worlds that we're constantly you know these brand new worlds that we get to go into and experience and all this different stuff rather than just go and throw money down on a table to make sure that Sony can't have um, mm -hmm. Splinter Cell. Additionally. You know, I, I think we will eventually come to the time where we stop seeing Sony going out and making these types of decisions. For me personally, and this is just my opinion, I think it hurts them. I don't think it helps them in the least bit because whenever they go out and, and, and spend, you know, millions of dollars locking down these third party games as exclusive titles, um, you know, they're they're not investing necessarily in themselves. They're not purchasing yeah. new studios. They're not uh, creating a, a, a better service. And I think that that money that they use to lock down exclusive, you know, third party exclusive games could definitely be. Uh, better used in, in different areas. The same way that I'm saying that, I, you know, the same wish that I have for Xbox, I kind of have for Sony. I wish that they would stop doing this and start spending it uh, to actually invest into themselves and buy actual studios and create brand new worlds rather than trying to steal it from other gamers. And with that being said, I wouldn't want to see Xbox trying to steal the Splinter Cell, you know, uh, this remake from the PlayStation gamers or, or any gamer. And I, you know, I can't argue that. That's a that's a, a well thought out point, and you cannot argue that. Uh, real Can I quick, ask real quick. Uh, yeah, uh, jump in. Absolutely, go ahead. What I, they don't really need to get exclusivity. They could also lock up a Game Pass deal that would also block them from getting exclusivity <laughs> from somebody yeah. else. Just crispy saying. bomb. We'll, we'll come man, to you crispy next. Crispy was on. dead on the mic. I'm dead. <laughs> Here, yeah, he will great up. Matt, you know something? I, I'm. I think that's a fantastic point. I think that is the power of Game Pass. King would agree. Crispy yep. Bomb, please reiterate this because I think you're. I think that you were definitely going to be onto something. Exclusivity for Microsoft these days is slightly different, right? It, it is very different, and I don't necessarily. I mean, again, that that's me getting in my feelings because something like for uh, for spoken, which I'm. Very excited for. Uh, besides the ridiculous controversy, which please don't let those people speak anymore. Don't 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 allow them to say anything. <laughs> let someone from the press, because the minute you start saying we crafted said character to look like said this, you are going down you just went a down path the of hole. madness. <laughs> yeah. So everyone, no one's talking about the game anymore, which looks incredible, and is telling what we wish to like. Like we we saw these kinds of films back in the 80s where real world that we're in 
got transformed into a magical world and that person mm. is out of place out of time mm-hmm. that's what forspoken is so it, it, it speaks to me because i'm an 80s kid like i mm. love those types it's of- like it's like the indian in the cupboard or you know you know the toy story i mean really yep. i mean you look at that and it was it was this magical and, and you could relate because you know you know the kid is playing with the toys, and then the toys yes. come alive. Yes. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, th- these are these are things that you know. Like, I actually was really interested in the game. By the way, like we didn't really talk about it. Uh, you know, the whole time, like everybody's like, uh, I was like, wow, like you know, I wasn't looking at the graphics and like the downgrade or whatever that bullshit. I, 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 I was can't looking wait at the it. premise. I was looking at the premise of the game, and I'm like, this looks really cool, and this is something that you know I would love to have on Xbox. You know, day one, obviously. Sony's good like that, and they're like, "Nah, you that's can't two years, that. two you know? years." So, but see again, bring now two years, and 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 and, uh, and, and segueing into crispy bomb here, <laughs> crispy uh, Xbox Game Pass has become Microsoft's uh, Trojan horse mm-hmm. when it comes to exclusives because they don't have to buy, they don't have to drop a two, uh, you know, twenty million dollar bag uh, into to lock up a game for two years. Because Phil Spencer has an ideology. A lot of people disagree with it. I understand where he's coming from. He really? wants all gamers to play all games. It's a beautiful way of, 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 uh, of thinking. And he is getting his way because he's doing things his way. Can't argue that. But what's interesting is what you were about to say is that they don't necessarily need Splinter Cell. And to, to Zemi Games' point, they don't need it as an exclusive. What they need is to get it in Game Pass. Please, by all means, reiterate that and and your excitement for this game that we've all been waiting for. Well, let, let's be honest for a second. I mean, and, and it was it was Mav that really I was like, damn it, Mav. No. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that was You know, it's one of those things where you go and say, you know, everybody wants to say, oh, you know, Phil, Phil, oh, you locked down Zenimax, you did this, like you you just want exclusives. No, no, no. Okay, he probably looked at Zenimax Bethesda and said, you know, you lost your founder a few years ago. You're kind of reeling. And, you know, I'll give you this option. I, I, I nobody was forced to do this. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, you know, Zenimax Bethesda looked at it and said, We've had a relationship for for you know decades. And you yeah. know, you, you really helped us get into the console business as far as developing games. So yeah. You know how how they how they feel about each other. You could see it when they talk to each other, like Pete, Todd, and Phil. Like you go and watch some of those yeah. podcasts they've been on, or or the roundtables, or anything, and and they just enjoy each other's time and they listen to each other. They might they might bust each other's butt, but at the end of the day, they really look at that and say, you know, you got a little point there. So so that partnership, like let's let's just throw that out real quick. Well, now, not just that, but it was, it was about fixing an issue. Remember, they always were they were um, out the conversation when it came to certain like must haves. If that makes sense, they needed to be in that conversation. Yeah, and, and that's that's simple. You know what I mean? Like it's it's are you going to change your tone? And and Microsoft's been doing that. Like, go watch the power on number one. That's that's just fan like, absolutely tastic. And it's free. Yeah. You can go watch it on YouTube. Like that's how confident Microsoft is. And, and looking at themselves and saying, this is where we screwed up. This is where we're trying to be better. That that point aside, Ubisoft yeah. is very known 
So, so Microsoft goes and says, here's how you lock this down real quick. You go and say, okay, six months from your launch, you will provide us with day in game pass for splinter cell. And we will send you this million, $2 million bag real quick. That's how they lock it down. So no, that's, that's one way that they get money besides launching the game. Also, and this is where my concern is because you're just hearing about it now. On November 17th of next year, it is 20 years since Splinter Cell came out. Yes. And yep. and and I feel like after Halo, what they did, which they had two options, they can go and launch with Series X, or now you hit the 20-year mark. And the success of that, Ubisoft says, there might be something here. Now, I'm hoping if they're going for that date, they better be farther in mm. development than we think they are. Oh, they're you know really early, Crispy. Yeah, they're like starting. Yeah, they, but they, but they I are, just I, I get this inkling because it's a remake. I don't want them to half-ass it. And and I mean, I, I'm sorry. Like, I know Zemi, you, you like it. I, I can't even touch those games. They look almost exactly <laughs> the same, dude. Like they really do. Like it, it's and they, they did nothing, and, and they're giving D- different strokes for different folks, man. <laughs> well, maybe folks. it's just because you never played them like as the originals, but I mean, Which yeah, one? there's shine on the car. Talking about the the um, GTA, yeah, yeah, like, like, oh no, I, yeah, I, all those games that I mentioned, like remakes for it, minus Resident Evil, because I'm a coward, everyone knows this. Uh, all the other ones that I, I mentioned, though, I have played, <laughs> I, I, I played previously, <laughs> and I thoroughly enjoyed back in the day. The funny thing is, though, Resident Evil is the closest thing to what we're going to experience with this because this is almost a reboot more than it is a remake because you're putting in a brand new engine. It's going to be feel completely different. Yes, you're going to have some new story elements implemented in there. But the the reason they're calling it a remake, Mafia One, like the Mafia One remake, was really 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 good like i mean Shockingly like completely good. different Shockingly graphics good. new yeah. story content they they updated the controls yeah. i mean it's very close to that resident evil like remake that you're talking I about think this i think this is going to be even like yeah, the, the, what, they're, what they're creating yeah. here they've even said this is going to lay the foundation for the splinter cell franchise yes yep. it's going to yeah. be a big off point for a retelling yes than anything i think god of war i'm thinking like except god of war tells a new story and continues the story but I, I'm thinking like they're going back in time to the beginning, but it's going to be a new. Just bringing it back. Yeah. It's, 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 I like, mean, yeah. of the resident. So, so you're thinking like a reimagining, like what Saints Row is, yeah. except what the modern read, warfare trilogy we, is. If you read I am concerned. Ubisoft is, not known, Ubisoft is not known for doing Don't this stuff. Be concerned. Yeah, they're not. But go read everything that they said. It's almost too good to be true. Everything yeah, that they well, said. That's and the that problem. Like, there you go. I, I, I listen. Mean, uh, they, right now, they have a ton of bad press, right? A yeah, ton a of lot. bad press. We're still waiting and, for good, Beyond Good and Evil, right? And and they oh, don't do that. Um, <laughs> don't, don't do that. Yeah, got you. That's a Persia, also. Yeah, yeah. But again, this this game they had in tow, and they were waiting to talk about it, right? Because they were going back and forth with it, and they had other things on deck. A lot of those things fell flat. To bring good cheer, to bring uh, 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 you know, bring up the the company morale, to to uh, fix the brand, so to say, you go right back to your essence, go back to what you're known for, go back to where your successes were, right? And the biggest success was the originals. 
right? So you, you take it right back to that stuff, and they put out the press uh, clipping on that in the, in the tweet, and it's, and it's nice. It gives good feelings going forward and hope because where there is no hope, but then there is hope, it's a better feel, right? Yes. So we can just only go by what we read. Uh, we can, we as uh, the the provocateurs, uh, because unless somebody has a journalist degree in here, we are provocateurs. Um, we can continue to talk about what we expect from them because they're listening, right? Because that 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 that, that tweet, that press clipping, that 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 little write up said everything that we wanted to hear. Mm-hmm. So we keep drumming it in their ear. So when they do go to the drawing board, when they are at the whiteboard, they look over and let's say Resident Evil is in the, for a reaction. Is, is, a re- is their reference point. Let's just hope Resident Evil remake is the reference point because I think that's the way remakes should be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, and this isn't a snowdrop. Invested into snow it, drop you mentioned. want more, and plus, snowdrop. But snowdrop could 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 falter because I mean, basically, it was developed for the division, the original division. Yeah, but if you play oh, those interior levels in the division, and, and it you looks, just imagine it looks how that could be turned into like. But, but it was also it was also developed as a, as a mass multiplayer, technically. So yeah. I, that's where I'm concerned because you go and you go and look at EA and what they did. You know what I mean? Like like frostbite, dude. People were. Like, dude, this is not how we do. Like, it only took Jedi Fallen Order. I must say, yeah, yeah. Finally EA realize, got a little bit of breathing ground with Jedi Fallen Order. You know that that's where you hey, know, and the massive. That's why Vince is yeah. so up there, right? Yeah, now no, it's true. Because 100%. he was like, "Nah, we're we're using Unreal. I don't Vince care." Is up there because you know he mean? made Apex. Well, All right, let's, well let's okay, you can, that's a good point. That's yeah, good he point, made but... Apex, and they said, "You know what? You made a uh, uh, wine out of water. Let's go." You know, yeah, um, but let's, dude, let's I mean, think there. about the way they're they're set up. It's EA and Ubisoft are set up <laughs> <Yes>. similar <laughs> yes. until until it comes out that hey, single player games actually matter, yeah. and yeah, and that's one of those things. Like that's where my concern is because but, at the end of the day, it's like it's like you know, I want what you know I experienced so long ago. I mean, twenty years, people. You right. know what I mean? And then I yeah. also yeah. want. I also want what what you know these kids that have never even like Splinter Cell. What the hell is that? Like to have that when, wow. You moment. look at when when they look at that and they have that wow moment. That's yeah. what I want, and that's where you know my concern is 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 don't do it half ass. That's yes. What I'm I, I don't yeah. agree. Like, don't agree. Do it. But I'm gonna put your mind at ease real quick, Crispy. You brought up the division, right? And you brought up the massive world that they put together, right? Imagine playing Spies versus Mercs. Not just limited to two versus two. That would be dope. All right. And in, in that dope. one world. And remember when you had to do the extraction and then the spies will come down and they were hard as hell to get. And you had to, you had Listen to, to what you're saying. That's the funny thing is Splinter Cell literally has made Ubisoft what it is. They have That's implemented gosh. so many yeah. things because of what Splinter Cell did as a single player game into their multiplayer and like yeah. extraction for example what you, you know just it. said think about it like dude that's where you gotta you gotta have people if you're gonna bring splinter cell back if you're gonna bring like you could do a remake and then you could do a new game or do whatever you want after this you have to do this right and i'm super excited because they they didn't say oh it's open world none of this <laughs> please remake it 
<laughs> for for the new consumer that has never touched these games because it's been even a long time since the last one came out like yeah. it's been real long time bring bring these people into your ecosystem and say you know what we do make single player games and we have and we got this and that's what i'm hoping for yeah that's what they and, said it is so yes that's yes that's- yeah yeah well they're they're, 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 they're the remake is going to be the the foundation for what Splinter Cell becomes. Yeah. So this is why this is why mm-hmm. Vancouver and what and some of their other more popular studios are probably working on that. Whereas obviously this is being done by someone that's normally not in the conversation. And mm-hmm. I like that. Give let them remake it and let them use this as a, a retelling point of of Sam Fisher. I mean, do the old games uh, still exist? I I don't know. I think if, if you're gonna if you're gonna remake it. And this is going to be the launching pad for your Splinter Cell series moving forward. I don't think that those other ones can. I think they're going to be, they were what they were. They are what they are. But now we're going into a new Splinter Cell with different ideology. And you know something? They're going to start with what made it great, making it a single-player experience where it's a tight-knit story. You're spying. you're, 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 You're sneaking around in vents and all kinds of stuff. I think you're going to get that. And then they're going to potentially open it up, which, again, we will see what happens. But, folks, we... I, I got to grab Dreadpool and Joanna Dark's opinion on this. We are past the two-hour mark. I got to make a quick announcement. The next four winners, uh, uh, of well, the first, the next three winners all won a $25 gift card of your choice, a bonus prize. So email me or DM me with your, your shipping information, first, last name, address, so I can get that out to you. Matt Burns, Life is of Limitless, Jess. And Boss Mod Lethal Papa, who seems to be the have a rabbit's foot because he won again. That's right. Your name, Boss Mod, was popped out of that picker. And uh, Crazy Lou Gaming continues to show his generosity. This is now the second uh, show in a row that he has donated a quite uh, a hefty code. Uh, he, he donates a $70, $70 Xbox uh, code for the, uh, for the store. And the winner is, and this is, she's a fan favorite of, the community lady fox fire wins that i will be wow, sending you that code lady fox yeah, fire yeah, yeah. she's a big supporter of many of us on this panel and uh, she wins the donated code via crazy lou gaming which again follow him on twitter and go see him do his uh twerking santa claus dance it is the best thing i saw <laughs> all oh, of God. 2022 <laughs> for sure uh let's get uh mr joanna dark uh what are your thoughts on what everyone's saying about Splinter Cell. Are you happy that it is coming back? Oh, I'm excited. I Splinter Cell, to me, besides Metal Gear, is one of my favorite games. Um, I, I just remembering when they, um, I think it was what the second one, when they showed the weather effects and they were showing like you can cut through the actual cloth. I was just like, wow. Yeah. Um, and I think everyone here made a great point. As long as I don't get the N-Gage version of Splinter Cell, I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> remember that? And yes, oh my god, I had an engage, so trust me, I remember those 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 horrors. Um I just think, you know, I have a question for the panel. Do you do they go with Michael Ironside voicing Sam Fisher? That's, or if this is an introduction to a new generation. I love Mike, know? but he's getting up there, brother. You know, the 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 cat that did uh Sam Fisher's uh voice for uh, Rainbow Six as as one of the uh, yeah. the uh, agents was really good. Like honestly, really good. I'm not a uh, Rainbow Six dude. I never have been. Uh, but his portrayal of, uh, of of Sam Fisher was pretty on point. 
I I I I said I love Michael Ironside, but man, he's folks, he's getting up there. You might be surprised though. Dale yeah, Cage that's true. I mean, Nathan Hale voice. <laughs> was, wasn't he having some health issues? And that's the he, reason I'm bringing this up. Yeah, yeah. He was. Yeah. And the he problem might is, still be. So. The problem is he's never going to always be Sam Fisher. You know what I mean? He, he yeah. will always be from the past Sam Fisher to us. That's a good but point. But at some yeah. point in time, he's going to have to get replaced. I mean, look at Captain America. Yep. Yeah. He gets replaced. It, it's just, it is what it is. And this yeah. is life. But us as fans, we, we cling on to this stuff. And, you know, do we want to replace them? No, we want them to live on forever. Uh, and we want our children to, re- to to learn of Splinter Cell and remember the same love that we have for Michael Ironside as Sam Fisher. Mm-hmm. It's just we got to be we got to be realistic. If he's going to be there, great. If he's not, we can't just sit there and be like, well, that's not Michael Ironside. Screw this game. Yeah, it's going to be like that at some point in time. Yeah, you know, I hope they, you know, they keep what made it so great. I I remember replaying those levels and and those intense moments when you're in a pipe and the enemy's coming through. And of course, you know, maybe bring some of those, bring me bring some of those things that you've learned from Assassin's Creed a little bit, you know, again, shout out to Metal Gear. Take some of those elements that that worked for the stealth, those stealth games and kind of put it into Splinter Cell. Um, on the exclusivity part. I'm a true believer that if you have deficiencies um, in your catalog or your portfolio, find studios to kind of make those games. Um, I don't think you need to lock anything down. Um, I think continue to invest in Game Pass. You know, Miss Walker, I would love for a deal with Miss Walker to bring back maybe something like Lost Odyssey or even just like Ubisoft. I'd love to see that remade, dude. Honestly, that would be remade. a monster. People have been calling for that remake for years. You know, because at the end of the day, um, it's something that I brought up uh, on the show, Boom. When Microsoft decided, you know, I remember Windows phones and I remember working at the Microsoft store and being told, hey, let's let's push Windows phones so people can play off, get Office and all this. And, and basically locking down uh, Office to just one platform didn't work out for us that well. Right. And when we opened it up and made it kind of the same across everything, we showed that we had a great product. Look at Office 365 now. And I think it's the same way when it comes to games. You know, when you have a great platform that offers the great, great services and things that you know, like we got backwards compatibility, FPS boosts. People are going to come to the product that is offering all those things um, that are great. So I don't think they need to lock it up, but I definitely would love to see it on Game Pass and kind of like, you know, because it is a staple of the, of the Xbox history. Yes. Um, yeah, I agree. I absolutely agree. So let's get Dreadpool's opinion on this. Dreadpool, what, do you, what are your thoughts on this big announcement? Because again, this literally came out of nowhere. Um, what are your thoughts? And are you excited to see where they take Sam Fisher in a rebooted uh, Splinter Cell universe. Oh, you know I'm excited about this. Um, now, for when it comes to locking it down, lock it down, man. I want Spider-Man released. You lock it down until Spider-Man comes out. And I'm not talking about Avengers. I'm talking about in general. Release hmm. Spider-Man, we'll release Splinter Cell. No, but for, for that matter, I mean, seriously, it's, it's like... it's Tony that said, same... we'll die. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But it's it's that same BS, right? You know, if we can't have it, you can't have it. You know, that's that same mentality. Yeah. It, it, it's no, just let's, you know, I understand if it was something made by from Microsoft slash Xbox, I understand yeah. that, you know, that part. But this is, it used to be that way, but now it's been multi console, multi platform. Just leave it that way. Let everybody enjoy it. Um, at the same time, remember how back in the day I said nobody wanted to touch this thing. Look how long it took before somebody had the cojones to get on this. We've been yeah. asking for it, and now they put the feelers out. This is what we want to put out there for you. 
this is what we want to do. We want to rebring the game from the original one and kind of remake it, but add more, but do this and do, you know, give us the love letter that we wanted to hear them say to us right now. Now the other thing is we're going to have to see how it becomes in fruition. Is it truly going to be the same thing or are we going to get a splinter cell version of Craig? We don't know. You know, we have to keep up on that. We have to make sure. Craig, Craig Fisher? Craig don't Fisher? Yes, don't Craig Fisher. Don't, 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 His little brother. don't do it. Don't do it. So, don't do it. No, but they have, they have to make sure that they stay on it. And we have to make sure that they keep staying on it. Right. We yeah. have, you know, it's uh, we have to criticize them properly. We can't just be like, ah, oh, you guys suck. You know, you, you're never going to make another one. You're never going to have another iron side. You know, they eventually they will have to replace the voice. Like I said earlier. Um, and obviously, uh, the last voice, um, I didn't mind it so much because I understood that there was a reasoning for it. I didn't know the reasoning, but I understood there was a reasoning for it. So, you know, but we got to go in there and not prejudging this stuff because you got to remember a lot of these games were great back in the day when we played them. Try to go back now. Okay. Try to go back now. And they're play they're terrible. They're, remember, they're terrible. is one of my favorite <laughs> games ever. And I tried doing, I, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. You know, so definitely quality of life has to happen with these games. Sure, hundred yeah. you know, percent. Yeah, so I, I tried have... to go back and play the original Splinter Cell that I absolutely loved. I uh, thought it was amazing, and I was like, "Wow, right? This is, this is now imagine this, this is hard. This is, this is tough." <laughs> now imagine how we used to play and remember all that, and having the quality of life with the games that we have now, with yeah. HDR, yeah. with ray tracing, no, with headphones that that actually right. that you can the hear walking FPS. steps and all kinds of stuff. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So now imagine those possibilities. So the potential is there that this this game will reboot the whole franchise mm. from the ground up again. You know, yeah. you got us old timers that love this, and hopefully we can introduce it properly to the new ones, the new gamers that are growing up and never heard of Sam Fisher, and you're like, uh, who's Tom Nook? <laughs> <laughs> you know oh, what I, mean? I know who Tom Nook is because I play. I play with the right, every. You played it. Yeah. I had to research it when I first heard. I'm like, who the hell is this guy? I had to I got, research I got, it. He's really a mafioso. I got I'm a reason saying. why I don't think Sony is going to lock it down either. Why is that? Um, a little game called Metal Gear Solid Remake. <laughs> yeah, no, that that, that oh, makes yeah. sense, yeah. And, and I hope that's true because me and don't play with my heart talking about that for years it, that, and i cannot wait it's it's coming they all are gonna drop you know a, 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 a sneaky revolution that they all gonna hit around the same time you're gonna have perfect dark hits you're gonna have this hit and you're gonna have that yep. metal gear hit all around the wait. same time and ushering us back into you know this this the sneak era and 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 they're gonna be phenomenal things man Yes, yep. I, I well Definitely. look. I, I will say this. Uh, first of all, we had over three hundred people here for the fourth wow. annual Christmas with Mister and Mrs. Boomstick. Uh, we have officially given out all the prizes. Before I get to the outros, I'm going to read off the prizes again. Uh, if you don't, if you're not on social media and you have no, start Twitter and DM me. Uh, I, I but if you if you can't do that, if you don't want to do that, that's fine. Go to my about page on my youtube channel there's you know it, when, when i say that people might know what i'm talking about if you scroll you're going to see where it says community it's going to see where videos at the end it's about page there my email address there, my business email address is there email me and i will get you your prize one way or another uh okay so this is the total this is everyone that won awful grim of twitter 
won the Content Creators Starter uh, Prize Pack. Big Bad Mo wins the $100 gift card of your choice. Sin wins the $50 gift card. Captain Thresher and Jason Vargas, who I've been in contact with them, they both also uh, they win the $25 gift card with a bonus prize, which, of course, you're going to be very happy when you get that. Uh, Outbreak Podcast is uh, the $100 uh, gift card winner, Wolf and Soul, won the $50 digital gift card of your choice. Rain G4 wins a $25 gift card and bonus prize. Jason Hackett wins the big uh, Nintendo uh, package that comes with the Mario Kart uh, RC racer that you can use with the Switch. It comes with a, a set of Super Mario glasses, a set of four, as well as a $25 gift card of your choice. And the other winners come in at uh, Matt Burns, Life of Limitless Jess, and Boss Mod Lethal Papa all have won $25 gift codes uh, of your choice. And Lady Foxfire, friend of the community, has won a $70 uh, um, uh, gift card to Xbox, uh, courtesy of our good friend Crazy Lou Gaming. So, thank you, congrats to all of the winners. Uh, we also had a couple super chats come in. Splendiferous dropped a two dollar super chat says, You guys are on high octane this morning. Great points, thank you. Uh, Biggie Butters drops a very generous uh, $20 super chat says, Tis the season for giving. I just wanted to give you a little something back for providing us with hours of fantastic content. Throughout the year, I wish you and Mrs. Boomstick a very Merry Christmas. Well, thank you, Biggie. Definitely appreciate the very kind words, the extreme generosity, and, of course, your support by listening. Um, and uh, Splendiferous, wow, he drops an additional $2 Super Chat and says, uh, King, there's a guy buying a TCL right now in line and and crying or <laughs> laughing. And that's funny. But uh, listen, let's, let's get to the outros, get everyone out of here. I have a 2 o'clock appointment with the big show. Uh, that's going to be live from Boxenberger on his channel. It's his awesome. end of year podcast uh, that starts at 2 p.m. our time. Um, and I believe it's 8 p.m. his time. So I'll be back. Yeah. But I have some running around to do. Uh, we'll start with Zemi Games. Zemi, thank you for being here, brother. You weren't feeling well, but you still managed to be here. Uh, how? Uh, tell everyone where they can reach out to you on social media, but also about your incredible YouTube channel known as The Constant Gamer. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, YouTube channel, uh, as you just said, Boom, is called Constant Gamer. I post a bunch of gaming-related content, gaming news, uh, reviews, some theory videos. Uh, so definitely jump over there, check it out, watch some videos. And if you like what you see, hit that subscribe button. Uh, you guys can also follow me on Twitter, at Zimmy Games. Uh, Boom, this has been a uh, fantastic show, as always, man. I'll see you next Tuesday. And, yes. um, you know, Merry Christmas. Thank you, thank you for being here, brother. Of course, Crispy Bomb, the best voice in the busy uh, business. Thank you for being here once again and and supporting and celebrating this important day for me and Mrs. Boom. Uh, giving back is something we enjoy doing, and having you on this program is special. Tell everyone what are the shows you're on, and where can people reach out to you and talk to you on social media? Well, Mary Boom, Miss everyone. I mean, come on. <laughs> Uh, you know, always awesome to be here. It somehow it always happens. I mean, three years in a row, it's, it's just crazy. And, uh, just the way you give back to the community is just incredible. And thank you, sir. You know, shout out to you, sir. Um, at Chris Bomb on Twitter, Chris Bomb 28 Xbox live. Honestly, I don't know what's going on for the next two weeks. 
probably after Christmas, you might see me, but just check out my Twitter. I, I will gladly be announcing if I'm on a show or anything because at the end of the day, people want Ribros and guess who's cutting them for them. So <laughs> you are cutting them. You know, my I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you right now. I already got a, a few cuts in my my hands from tying them, and it's it's already been fun. Uh, so it's it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be Busy. a tiresome yes. next two weeks. So you know, I'll try to be on whatever show I can be. Let's put it that way. Well, listen, it makes sense why you are so good at cutting people with chainsaws and gears because you're a butcher in real life. Well, there you go. <laughs> uh, so now, now we officially put it together. Lord King David, uh, you guys have been absolutely killing it at the Iron Lords podcast. Well-deserved accomplishment. Well-deserved accolades. It took a long time to get there. But guys, put your nose to the grindstone and you got there. And man, we're seeing you guys explode on the scene. Tell everyone about lordsofgaming.net, the Iron Lords podcast on Sunday, the uh, King of Statues podcast, as well as what else you got going on? Well, first and foremost, I want to uh, thank Zenny. I want to thank uh, Crispy Bomb, uh, Big Cloud, uh, Mav, Join the Dark, Dreadpool, uh, everybody that uh, actually uh, tuned in and and watched and shared and, and, and just... Uh, Spend time here with us. If you stay for a little bit and you're going to watch later on, or if you stay for the whole show, uh, you guys are the lifeblood. And definitely want to thank uh, Mr. Boomstick and, and, and Mrs. Boomstick. Um, you guys are a pillar of the community. Thank you, sir. Uh, you rocked with us when we were nothing, and we are still nothing. <laughs> we're still grinding. Um, we're all working, brother. We're all yes, working. Put a head down and go right back. We got uh, PAX East coming up. But on... Um, Sunday, you can catch me at Iron Lords Podcast. Sunday at 11 a.m. That's the last time for 11 a.m. Uh, and then we're going on our two-week hiatus, and we'll be back at uh, 1 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. I cannot wait for that so I can get some actual rest. Because sometimes you see me off for 24 hours, no sleep. Um, and uh, King of the Statues is coming. I'm changing the format of the show. Uh, so these uh, wonderful statues that you do get to see. It's going to be a live interactive game show where I'm going to have you guys calling in and interacting at a level that you haven't seen on YouTube yet. So um, putting my business acronym uh, to work and also uh, combat talk with the King. It's going to uh, switch to a live show where we will be watching fights together and interacting in that manner uh kind of close to the same format a call-in show but also a little bit more interactive when it comes to we'll be watching those hits together and y'all can see what i'm drinking for that night because it'll be a little bit more mature show because it's at night and uh, <laughs> that's how i do it when i'm watching fights but uh um, that the newness moment happened <laughs> early <laughs> listen that would have been a dope moment i'm just saying yeah, that, that was that was beautiful to see because yeah, uh, yeah. i you know I, I said it was happening when i was watching and my wife was watching it with me but you can catch me oh, on you Twitter. all in Pina? Oh, okay yeah yeah king david otw <laughs> uh and uh that's that's it and you'll see iron lords wherever you go on every platform and lordsofgaming.net that's the website go there for all the new information you would definitely want to check us during this pax east because 
we are the only ones with boots on the ground going to every little guy and not any guys. I'm talking about the little big guys, the guys that you go to their booth and they have over 15 games and you're going to get the chance to see every last one of those games. Um, a lot of indie games that you guys are seeing blowing up like Hades and stuff like that and Death's Door. These games are stuff that these are found inside PAX East and PAX West and these game shows that we go to. So we're going to be there, boost to the ground, and giving you all the great information that you guys want to hear about. So thank you again, Boom. But that's that, 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 it's, 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 that is what sets you guys apart uh, because you guys do all of these on, boots on the ground kind of uh, uh, scenarios where a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of the big – even the big sites aren't doing it. That's, yeah, what makes, that's what makes the Iron Lords special. Big Cloud, speaking of special, you made 10K this year. This, this is a year uh, that is uh, going to be one for you personally that not only as my brother, pers- that you deserve – but it is one that you're always going to remember, uh, and that is you hit 10K. You are working with IGN. You are your 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 show is being watched by many 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 thousands of people. By all means, sell your brand. Tell everyone where they can find BitCloud Gaming. What else you got going on? And where can people subscribe to the incredible YouTube channel? Yeah, uh, my apologies for being late. Yes, meeting on the side. But um, seriously, shout out to you. Everything that's happening for your channel. Uh, boom. Most Thank generous you, dude in this community. You put out a lot into this community, so <laughs> it's cool to see that come back. I said the same thing I said to Kai. Uh, when you put a lot of good out there, good comes back to you. Thank and you, I sir. That, yes, indeed it does. Yes, karma is uh, she. That's she it. can be a bitch, but she's also she's also, one, very giving. She's, <laughs> she's very also giving. one that rewards when you yes, do sir. good. Good, good does come back to you. That is correct. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Zimmy, crispy, Joanna. Dreadpool, and of course, my brother King David. It's, it's always a pleasure. Um, it's funny you said people watching now. So I, it was great. I told Blaze this, and he was blown away. But I was I had a thirty minute conversation with Norman Reedus. Nice, uh, dude. Yes. We wow. Set, we were setting stuff up, so it's just crazy how much has happened within a, a year mm-hmm. and yep. with the channel outside. And um, I appreciate King for what he said in the DM when I told him. The good yep. news, and, and I appreciate that. I really do. But um, it, it's just it's been one hell of a hell of a year. I just I'll put it like that. Um, we do have the show today, RGD podcast, my channel, five PM EST. No crazy guest today. No crazy. That's gonna be me and the homie Blaze Four K. Actually, you know, giving you that proper gaming news how we usually do it in, in our format. And um, next we we're going to end the uh, month off with, on a high note. Uh, next week we're going to be joined by. The voice of Die Hardman from uh, Death Stranding, uh, Tom Euro Jenkins. So we're gonna wow, have a cool great, show. Dude. So great, we're gonna do that in the month. But yeah, nice. it's been uh, it's been fun. Uh, shout out to everybody in the chat. Uh, if you guys want to follow me, it's Big Cloud Gaming everywhere. And um, yeah, enjoy your weekend. Thank you. Oh, thank you, brother. Definitely. Thank you, and appreciate. And again, of course, your success is well deserved. That is for sure, Mister joanna dark brother please by all means talk about your podcast which is growing right you do a weekly show uh which is interesting and we and and you know what talk about where could people reach out to you and strike up a conversation on social media first i want to say boom thank you you're the first one that you know i reached out to you via dms and said hey you know what um i would like to come on the show and kind of just hang out and talk games so i appreciate always what you do for the community brother um and everything here um it's a pleasure as well 
with this panel today. You know, Zemi Games, Crispy Bomb, Big Cloud, Dreadpool. And of course, it's an honor to even be on this podcast with King David, um, which I listen to every weekend along with the Iron Lords. Um, if people want to find me, they can find me on at big underscore nboss on Twitter. And Great I'm name, also- by the way. Great name. I didn't know what to do. I said, you know what? Let me reference it after Big Boss from Metal Gear, which I'm a big fan of. <laughs> um, so, and then I am also on the Nickel Gaming Show along with Albert and Jazz, which are two of my colleagues. Yes. Um, where we talk about games. It's just kind of geek out on, you know, why we love the Xbox platform and why we love working at, you know, Xbox overall. And then in 2022, I'm teaming up with Sour Blow Gaming and crazy yes. talk for, about that the internet xbox international yes and uh, and brian um hopkins just a couple of dudes that are passionate from different parts of the world um as well in the country and just want to reach out also as well to other communities especially in the hispanic community yes. want to make sure that we bring you know gaming news and everything so overall it's exciting this is exciting to just talk about games and kind of just pursuing what i always wanted to do and i finally you know kind of had the courage to just come on camera and just be a fool you're doing it you, you know you don't you, you don't you don't know the water is cold until you jump into the pool that's right yeah and like i said i i give it to all the podcasts i listen to and see how great they are and and kind of say hey you know let me take some notes of what the people have been doing before and just my, my whole overall goal is just to kind of have fun and be able to sit down and kind of on a show and just discuss what i love the most which is gaming yeah, and we're happy to have you. And it was my pleasure to bring you on. And you will obviously continue to come back. Uh, you bring a lot to the community, and we are happy to have you. We're happy to have the uh, the knowledge of of what you have done in gaming and and brought to the uh, the podcast uh, each and every uh, time that you're on. And last and no way least, Dreadpool. We know that you were running late due to work, but we're happy to have you a part of the fourth annual Christmas with Mr. and Mrs. Boomstick. By all means, brother, talk about breaking bread with Dread. And where could people reach out to you on social media? I will. And uh, first and foremost, as always, this is the time of season. If you need to reach out to somebody, my DMs are always open. I may not know what to say, but at least I'll be there to listen to you. And I'm sure everybody else here would say the same thing. Um, um, So that being said, you know, boom, you forgot one of your prizes. You forgot to read the, the ultimate prize who won today. And that was me. I get to be here every time with these fine gentlemen and the fine chat that's here every time. So I appreciate you guys. Um, That's $20 a month, by the way. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. You're paying for it. Uh, (laughs) So no, uh, congrats to the winners today. Um, You can find me at uh, dreadpool. I'm sorry. Linktree.com slash dreadpool. It's got all the, all the links to everything that I do the merch, everything. Wednesday nights, uh, Gaming Beyond the Box, and then we do other skits and stuff like that, uh, creator feature. We got one coming up in January. I'm trying to do a Breaking Bread before the end of the year, so we'll do like a, hopefully an end-of-the-year wrap-up or at least have some sort of audio for that, even if it's not a um, actual Breaking Bread. So uh, look forward to, to having you guys check that out when that happens. Yep. Um I'm drawing a blank now, <laughs> but no, seriously, I appreciate you guys. Uh, well, we, we appreciate you. Yeah. I know we know that you work hard, you know, we work, you work overnight. So, to, to, you know, we, we have, we're happy to have you here each, every, each and every Friday. And when you're late, it doesn't matter. Cause you, at least you're here and you are talking about what you know and love. And that is video games and folks that is going to do it for the fourth annual Christmas with Mr. And Mrs. Boomstick, a big congratulations to, of course, everyone that won 
And uh, those codes, I uh, will be going out later this afternoon. I will be reaching out to everyone who I haven't already spoken to while I was doing the show live, getting your mailing address. If you get, if you got a physical prize, I will get it out to you. It will be coming via FedEx. Uh, we pay all taxes and all shippings. You just have to give us your address, and you get the prize. And uh, like I said, just bear with us because it's just me now. Uh, I am literally going to do a two o'clock show because I promised. Boxenberger, I would be there. I literally have to run from here to go do something holiday family related, run back, then run to get Mrs. Boom. So later this afternoon, I will be sending everyone their gift codes and uh, giving you uh, over the weekend, I'll be shipping everything out or try. Like I said, worst case scenario, everything goes out Monday morning and you probably get it for Christmas because, again, I am using FedEx. But thank you so much for making this another successful day. Appreciate you listening to all of us have our opinions. A big shout out to the chat that was here, uh, that, that was here as always. And of course, the panel. We had a, a nice rotating list of guests. This went from starting with three people to having almost 12 people here. And I can't thank uh, you gentlemen enough for it because without you, there really isn't a podcast. But I want to say, uh, Mrs. Boomstick and I want to wish everyone a very happy holiday. Regardless of what holiday you celebrate, please do it safely, do it with love, do it with care. Um, and, uh, of course I'll close out the show, which is something that is important to me. Hopefully one day will be important to you. And that's something that the, my hero, my father taught us when we were kids. And he said, son, treat others how you want to be treated. And also it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules and I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. Happy holidays. And we'll see you next year on the newest episode of breakfast with boom. <laughs>